Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This show when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. It's a Tuesday, the 14th day of March. 2023, thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there is Nikki D. Hello, hello, hello. And there is the fabulous dress Nelson today. Oh, thank you. Nice shirt, Nelson. Thank you. I will say this is my best look. This is the shirt I uh, took my best Instagram picture in, so I'm proud of this shirt. A little bit. Way to be humble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. way to be humble this is where i look the best (laughs) this is the best i've ever looked i've never i've never been a guy who i feel like you're not a full of yourself guy but i feel like you've felt yourself you know what i mean you looked in the mirror and you go i'm looking good right now i've done hard work on myself whatever i've never had that feeling when i looked in the mirror i did when i took that picture it's the prettiest i've ever felt (laughs) that's the saddest story i think i've No, it's not. I I wish you would have told me that we're going to start out the show with a very morbid, (laughs) sad story. It was a great story. I'm living for it. Nelson told me he wants me to help him spruce himself up. He wants to Mm -hmm. dress fly. You're an inspiration to him. That's what you should take it as. I am am the farthest thing from a fly fly, Fly dresser. Fly dresser. (laughs) That's all right. You be humble as you want to be humble, but you, when you go out, you look good. If it's over $50, I ain't buying it. (laughs) I mean, you're getting a lot of compliments today on your attire. Uh, Well, this shirt was $24.99. It was a T-shirt that I bought at a place uh, in Vegas when we did the. My wife and I did the road trip over here. Um, it's called Serial Killer, and it's so cool. It's the coolest. <laughs> it's so cool. Sh- and I'm weird about T-shirts too. Like they have to fit just right, you know, because I've got an odd shaped body. No, you so, don't. Yeah, what I do. What does that mean? It, it's it's like the arms are good, uh-huh. the chest is decent, sure. but then you got the flubbies. You know, you got the middle aged flubby down okay. there. So it's. Uh, I don't know. I've seen him with his shirt off. He's again he being does humble. Not have flubbies. Do we have to talk about your sexuality? Is there something I don't know? You've been giving <laughs> me all these. No, I'm just. I'm just confident in myself enough to look at a, a you... handsome man and tell him he's handsome. Are your two kids really your two kids? Or... <laughs> oh, wait till you meet him. Yes, <laughs> it will be undeniable. The oldest. So it's a like. I don't eat a lot of sweets, and I don't <laughs> cheat. You know, I eat fairly healthy. I'm pretty healthy. Uh, except for last night at Mel's after we got off the air and I ate that juicy. You ate a huge salad with blue cheese, tons of it, and uh-huh. burger, burger or whatever. That's like the most I've seen him eat. Like the, I, That's the, not nastiest isn't the word I'm looking for, but like the worst thing for him that I've seen him eat. That's well, the was happiest a I've seen him. With that blue cheese. That ain't a lie. <laughs> Ever. That I, blue cheese. Yeah. I love me some cheap blue cheese. I do. <laughs> so, uh... So uh, anyway, so I eat fairly healthy, but I, I'm a, like when it comes to cereal, I love cereal, and, and I'm addicted to um, what was it? Uh, K, special Kellogg's. Special K. The and only here in Sacramento have I ever found the mixture of chocolate and strawberry in one box. Not just a regular box; it's family sized. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you can you can just only imagine my joy when I was going down the aisle at Safeway doing my first shopping run here in my new home, and I see this thing that I've never seen before. It was like it was just the city was waiting for me. I know. I don't know how you were in the aisle, but I know how you were trying to force me to eat it. And it's delicious. And on top of that, I'll put raisins and almonds and uh, cherries and uh, blueberries. And it's just, it's really delicious, right? So anyway, we're in Vegas and I think it's like in that shopping mall area where Planet Hollywood is, which has kind of turned to be a little gangsta. And, and I'm walking down there and there's a store called Serial Killer. And they've got every cereal, even old school cereals that oh, you haven't indeed. seen in a million years. And what they do is they, you can order a bowl of cereal if you want. I mean, why wouldn't you if you're walking around in Vegas? Order I saw a bowl. That That's on what I think. Social media. <laughs> order a bowl of cereal, but then they they're like specialty is they mix it into ice cream and milkshakes, cakes. Uh, I don't know about cake. Oh, I okay. just gained 10 pounds during this conversation. <laughs> Does it sound delicious? Oh, my God, yes. I love my, my, cereal. My, my wife got a Fruity Pebbles vanilla ice cream taco. See, now that seems wow. like a good way to eat Fruity Pebbles because otherwise that's a garbage cereal. It's delicious. It was absolutely Ra- delicious. Rach actually makes these Fruity Pebbles like um, rice cakes, rice Crispies. Like crispy treats? Yes, crispy oh, treats. Oh, I bet and that's they good. They are so good. And I'm not a sweets person, believe it or not. Wait till uh mm-hmm. wait till our new uh, family here at 98 Rock and and just all of Odyssey actually because it's not just our station, but when invite them over, you know, when Rage gets here, when oh, we, when we yeah. get everything in and we have one of our kind of infamous get-togethers. She makes the best charcuterie board. She makes this sharp coochie board that is amazing. Are, what? What? Right. Neither one of you said that word right. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> Keep going. I think I said it right. What'd you say? I said charcuterie board. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that one, that would be a <laughs> give her a big buzzer. <laughs> just call it. Just call it what we call it—a sharp coochie. I have. I have. What you guys will learn. Sure. About me is I have my own kind of vocabulary for a different a lot of different things. So if you can figure out what the definition is, then uh, we should get along great. Awesome. Absolutely great. Uh, okay, so uh, here's your phone number. Uh, at any time, point in time you want to participate, we'd appreciate it. 916-909-0985. We'll get the text thing. We haven't figured that out yet. We're still figuring out the, the podcasting thing. and, and all the, It's all good, though, right? Every, everything's good. And uh, it's nice to the Odyssey app is is really nice. Like, I guess they just redid it and it's top of the line stuff. So Mm -hmm. we appreciate that and all the hard work that everybody does to get us up and running and going uh, and whatnot. So uh, yesterday you heard at four o'clock a giveaway, a game that we did called Uber Smart. Today at four o'clock, you'll have another chance for those slightly stupid tickets. Uh, They're playing with Sublime with Rome. And it's a game called Order Up, so that's going to be you know it's about be fun, it's interesting, be fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's an evil laugh right there. What are you uh, laughing about? Here's the problem: the, how the game is played is we'll give you three pieces of audio, and they're combined. It's like a montage, and there will be a category like presidents or sports uh, events, sporting events, something like that. And you just have to put them in the correct order, uh, oldest to newest. Yes, oldest to newest. And Nikki's going to help you. The problem is... <laughs> Nikki's going to help you. 
<laughs> the problem is Nikki's going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right there. Nikki D is your lifeline, so good luck. That's like, uh, you remember Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And you'd mess around and not use the Ask the Audience, and you'd be seven questions deep, right? The audience don't know the $250,000 question. It's like, it, it, can you imagine being on that, that game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and the only number that you remember is Nikki D's. Oh, God in heaven. And, you, and you're, you're going for the million dollars and you really need help and it's literally a 50-50 shot and she has to be the one that you're oh, leaning on. Oh, God, that's going to be bad. I, w- I wouldn't even want anybody. If somebody called me and said, hey, I'm on Who Wants to Be a Million? I would hang up and act like my phone died. I wouldn't even help them. I wouldn't call. I, I, I'd say the only number I know, I can't call. That's what I'll be right there. <laughs> Please. Thank you. She's not home. Can I can I can I just call a random person in the area? <laughs> the thing is, I just don't know a lot of event timing things. That's all. What do you what are you smart at? I'm smart at everything that's not timed events. <laughs> I do know pop culture stuff. I know you guys don't think I do. I do know movies. When you say timed events, those things. you mean just the way things happen in history or you don't like the pressure of like a countdown clock? Like, I can't tell you the order of the presidents. I don't know. I what, don't day did not, what day did 9-11 happen on? Mm. On September 11th. Okay, just checking. Oh, come on. What year, though? 2001. You're an uh, ex-soldier, though. You should know that, aren't you? I should, because I went into the military right after. Because of it? Yes. That's wild. Thank you. Easy. Thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Don't hold. Is this the time where we introduce the audience to Nikki D's resume of her military? You know? <laughs> I didn't mean to sidetrack us. She was on a submarine. I was on a ship. And a supposedly submarine. she put her job was to put out fires. I was a fireman. Everybody on a submarine? Ship. I, just, I wasn't on a submarine. I was on a regular ship. I was on an LHG and I was on a cruiser. Okay. <laughs> the thing with the Navy is everybody has to know how to fight a fire. We can't call the fire department. <laughs> Duh. So her job was a firefighter. And, got water everywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean you're surrounded <laughs> by water. How many fire? I mean, unless you get attacked, and she was never in combat, right? I mean, I she was, was in combat. I went to Iraq twice. You did not go to Iraq. I went, you to, went to Iraq to twice. Iowa. I am a <laughs> oh my Same. four letters. It's confusing. No, I'm a war veteran. I have everything to prove it. Damn. But you yes. drove by. You didn't really stop. We carried Marines on my first ship. We did have to go all the way up to land to drop them off, and that's when we were attacked. You didn't really carry them. They jet skied behind you. No, we carried them <laughs> on the ship. Well, and what do they say? What's the Navy's? What's the Navy's dig on the Marines? What do you mean? You never heard what Marine stands for. This is only according to the Navy. This is not me. Hmm. But it's my. A rides or in Navy equipment. My, I'm not spelling it right, but it's like my my butt rides around in Navy equipment. So it's a dig. Yeah, yeah. It's a That's dig. what the Navy says about the Marines. I don't. I, mean, I never heard that. I, I I I think Nikki was. She did the one of the events on a cruise ship. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Shuffleboard. She's one of those kind of military fibbers, you know, that just yeah. wants the ten percent off at Home Depot. Stolen yeah. valor, I think is what they call that. Stolen valor. That's why I have a veteran license plate and license. She's like, if I move to Sacramento, California, from what I understand, the Sacramento Kings colors are purple. I wonder Ooh. if they sell hearts. <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, in the five o'clock at, or at five, well, just before five o'clock, Jacoby from Papa Roach, one of my all time favorite bands and one of my all time favorite people in this industry, uh, Jacoby Shedix, uh, will be in studio if all goes well, unless he gets blown away by the gusts of wind or mm. the rain that's 
accumulating water up above our heads. That wind is strong. Our Uber driver was like, hold my door. Don't let it swing. We were like, okay, dude. We're holding. You guys have the worst luck in the <laughs> We're holding. Jesus. God. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> should, no, can, no. I, should, can I buy you guys bikes? Please. <laughs> or scooters or something. something? Please. I got to get a car. Play another one of your horrible Uber stories. Like, <laughs> oh my God. 916-909-0985. Uh, Aftershock was announced earlier this morning. I know Mickey was talking all about it. It's a humongous lineup. It's awesome. It's our lineup, right? Happens right here in our own backyard. So we'll go through that and uh, discuss some of the cool stuff. Also, on Thursday, big live broadcast. We want you out there. A lot of freebies for you. So we give you uh, details on that here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Yesterday, our first day, I was trying to gauge you know, how active you guys are with a radio show, how much you participate. First day, thought it was good. Especially for uh, the the game. For you know, our games, for, the lines yeah. is blowing up. Right. So that tells me that you like prizes. You like freebies, which is a good thing, right? So if that is your thing and the only reason why you would listen to us and or 98 Rock, I've got no problem with that at all whatsoever. Me either. <laughs> it's not my stuff. You can have it all. Right. With that being said, <laughs> on Thursday, we will be live at Twin Peaks in Sacramento. Howl Avenue, it's just north of Fair Oaks Boulevard. We'll be doing the show there from 3 until 7 p.m. Of course, there is a very, very popular and large college basketball contest going on. It will be. (laughs) And they have a plethora of televisions for you to watch said games. Uh, (laughs) More than one. Yeah. Uh, Of course, the uh, scenery is amazing for guys and girls. Uh, their food is great. I was out there last week and uh, had a, a delicious Caesar salad with chicken and shrimp. I was just about mm. to ask you what you eat. That sounds Got good. A, uh, that's what I had. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you get some beers and some adult beverages. But anyway, back to the freebie stuff for you. I got a box, a shipment of BS tumblers. And they're so nice. I realized yesterday that I can clip my tumbler to like a bag. Like yes, yeah. Look at the side of it. Push it in. You can clip it it to a bag. Look at that. Come on, yeah. Come on. Or climb a mountain and you put it on your little belt. There's so many opportunities with the clip. (laughs) There is. You are right. Yes. What we need to do is we need to have we need to have a game between the three of us and see if we can clip it onto somebody without them knowing. Well, that's an extra added Super Mario Brother bonus for you. (laughs) We also have tickets for Under Oath at the Hard Rock Live. That's happening March 23rd and Theory of a Dead Man. Uh, I'm a fan. Hard Rock Live, March 25th. So, anyway, Twin Peaks, Thursday, 3 to 7. Stop by before, after work. I don't know. Great but, food, man. Love the said, the food. Aftershock, the announcement was uh, done earlier this morning. You know, Mickey got uh, you most of the details if you've been listening all day. Uh, Discovery Park here in Sacramento. It's Thursday through Sunday, so you got all kinds of days of great music. Uh, Aftershockfestival.com. So, day one your headliner is going to be Avenged Sevenfold. Mm. Again, big fan of Avenged Sevenfold. And, oh yeah. You've seen Avenged Sevenfold, Mickey. Where? They opened for Metallica at your Where? only oh. appearance at a rock show. That was not my only one. Mm-hmm. I've been to more. Uh, Nelson's band Incubus. Ooh, love Incubus. Supposedly it saved your life. They did. Yeah. We'll get into that someday. Okay. I don't know. You sad stories over there. <laughs> That's the same Started life. off the show with sad stories. What? 
They saved my life. I don't know what to tell you. You wouldn't have your boy Nelson here if it wasn't for this band, Incubus, and this song specifically. So, anyway. Also, uh, Turnstile, AFI, Pennywise. You can just play whatever you have as I go along. Yeah. See who else. Oh, that's not the right one. It's a mystery. This starts out cool. This is Turnstile. Yeah. Which I think they should have spelled their name S-T-Y-L-E. Yes. Somebody might have already had it. Don't you have to rearrange your lettering when somebody has a name? Because the, the, the formula for a great rock band name is you have to have the sweet and salty. Okay. You know, like uh, Muddy Rose. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, sweet and salty. Def Leopard. Exactly. Perfect. Great example. And D-E-F. You like it spelled weird. Papa Roach. Love it. Jacoby in today Papa Roach uh, is the five. best. So, I mean, even though it's there's a meaning behind it and it has nothing to do with that, but mm-hmm. that's a great example. Papa Roach. I don't like the word roach. Well, that's why it's the the the, 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 the salty part of the sweet. Ooh, Papa Sweet. Uh, and then on Friday, Tool will headline going into the weekend. And everybody loves Tool, right? Everybody loves Tool? Yes. Everybody loves Tool. Everybody loves Tool. <laughs> I'm sure Maynard will be bringing his wine for everyone to sample, which is very nice. I've never had the Maynard wine. I want to. I'm a big enough Tool fan that I feel like I'm letting the band down by not having had it. I had a producer long, long time ago, and this is this is the Maynard Perfect Circle days mm-hmm. when they just launched the band, so way back in the when. And he was going, he loves Maynard. He loves Tool. He loves Perfect Circle. And he... Uh, he got the opportunity to go interview him, like the whole band. And it was wow. Just, hold on, hold on. I'm not just telling you a story because somebody nobody knows interviewing the band. And he had he'd never interviewed a band before. And I, he asked for my advice. And I said, don't do it. Right. Don't ever interview a rock band when there's more than one person unless you've been in the business a very long time and know how to handle it because they're just going to jerk you around. No, no, no. I'm going out. I'm going out. I'm going out. I'm going out. They destroyed him. He brought his mini disc recorder back and he was just crying. Uh, Godsmack also. I love Godsmack. Love, 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 love Godsmack. Love, love, love them. That's awesome. Like you got Godsmack Tool and also Limp Biscuit on that night. Skillet too. Fan, Coed and Cambria, Megadeth. You've always told me that you know. So this is the last album they're making, Godsmack. Did you see that? They canceled their tours, and they were, like, honest about it. You know, when artists cancel their tours, they're like, well, it's because the artist's stepsister's brother's mother's dog just <laughs> fell in a hole, and they've got to work to get it. Like, they don't want to say that they're not selling tickets. Uh-huh. They came out and said, we're not selling tickets. And then they start using the, the excuse lately that COVID still for everything. Yeah, COVID mm-hmm. still. It's, yeah. For we can't tour because of COVID. <laughs> uh, so that's Friday. Let's go into Saturday. Your headliner will be Corn. I like Nothing against corn, but you also have Pantera and 311. Pantera, corn. I mean, if you want to have that conversation of who should headline. Well, but it's not Pantera. Well, it's still Phil and Solo. And you got Zach Wilde. I know, but there's a lot of people that are upset because of of themselves being called Pantera and not a tribute to Pantera because the the diehards say that you can't have a Pantera without the, the Brothers Paul. Well, what fans have to realize... That it's not about the person. It's about the music, and the music represents the person. Right. So as long as the music continues, uh-huh. 
the memory of the people that have passed will live on forever. Well, it's not like Dimebag and Vinny's families aren't going to benefit from it, too. You can't tour with the Pantera name and not pay the family. I'm sure. Absolutely. But fans have to understand that bands just don't. Now, it's up to the band if they want to kill it off, like Nirvana. Nirvana will never be, obviously, it's not going to be a band ever, ever again. Mm-hmm. But I think they were pretty much done anyway. Right. So, Corey Taylor will be Saturday as well. One of my favorites. Not Slipknot, just Corey. So you only like one person out of the band? Huh? So you only like one person, but not everybody else? See, that's 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 the ignorance. That's what I'm talking about. Well, you said Corey, not Slipknot. But what do I mean? He just just means that the 19 guys that are Slipknot are going to be there. That it's literally Corey Taylor as Corey Taylor. So no mask. The music is going to sound a little different. It's going to be a little bit of a different style. It's a whole different thing. But he said it like he only likes one person. No, 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 no. You're, you're missing it. Just on this one. Oh, you got it. Just back off. Fine. Please. That's fine. So I like Corey when he's doing solo stuff. I like Stone Sour. I like the Slipknot. Oh, you, I'm glad you uh, specified that so that we know that you like all three of his bands. But do you like all his bandmates? There, there, there are some things that you have to <laughs> talk out loud. <laughs> what time do we got? Maybe we got a, maybe we got a break. All right. Uh, the Fever 333 is also on Saturday. And then quickly on Sunday, Guns N' Roses just doesn't get much better than that. Just, I mean, love you, love you, love you. Queens of the Stone Age and Rancid. Oh. Wow, what are you, you mixing this over the, there? Yeah, this, the thing's not. I click it and it don't go. DJ Nelson. <laughs> DJ. Er, record scratch is what it was. <laughs> Daltrey, I Prevail, Bad Flower, Aaron Jones, fam. So, I'm not naming them all, but that's a that's a hell of a lineup. I yeah, mean, I'm very excited. So, just so you know, and I, I said this yesterday, when you live in a place for a very long time, like many of you have probably lived here your entire lives, it's human nature to take things for granted. I get it, totally get it. I've lived numerous places, and it just takes a very short period of time to take things for granted. Exactly, like you used to live where Disney was. Just understand, aftershock, people across the country, if not the world, want to come here to Sacramento. A lot of bands in a lot of days. And you get to literally walk outside in your underwear and go to the show. <laughs> Don't go out in your underwear. Pretty badass. All right, top two stories from today. You got headlines. First round coming up. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you the latest place an alien might have been sighted and who tipped a waiter $5,000. All right, we'll do that here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Headlines. All right, two big stories from today. Nikki D, please. There's something spooky going on in the sky. H1. I'm so glad you saw that. And you saw it drop out of the sky and just, and just, and just stop? I thought it was a shooting star. And it just stopped. <laughs> this is awesome, man. A strange grouping of UFOs, which is an unidentified flying object, was seen over the sky <laughs> here in Menifee, California, because I said aliens, but I think UFOs are aliens. I think almost all UFOs are aliens. It was moving in its formations. It was like four white. They looked like floats or blimps, but they weren't. They were aircraft, and you could see them in the video. They were going in, going out, going in, going out. So UFO expert Scott Waring says normally he thinks these videos are fake, but this one looks legit. 
Well, are you sure it wasn't a uh, Chinese sky balloon? Or? I know you were going to say that. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the new gimmick? Right? It is, yeah. but yes. it didn't look like that. It's it's coming, people. I'm telling you. The the, the encounter with aliens, <laughs> and when they get here, it ain't going to be pretty. I they mean, are coming. They're coming. They're coming. And my, my father-in-law is a very religious man. Mm-hmm. And over the years, he's gotten into, he's kind of... I don't know if he's watching a bunch of ancient aliens and like the 700 club or like, <laughs> the 700 club. you know, like together, <laughs> but he's morphed them in to each other. And so we were, I don't talk to him often. He doesn't talk often, but we were in this long car ride for like four hours and he starts just going. And I love hearing stories. I love hearing how people think and what they think. Even if I don't agree with it, I want to hear your you're, that's you're, how I feel. Too. You're whatever, right? Your maybe, train I'll, of thought. May, maybe I'll learn something. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it's all about. Angels are aliens. How is that? Oh, you got to talk to him about that. I don't okay. know the whole story. I think I've heard that theory. I just know that the angels are the aliens and the aliens are the angels. And I think there was something in there that they're not all good. Mm. Not like a fallen angel poison. It was more <laughs> like a, there's like two separate kinds of it. I don't know. It was very fascinating. There are all different types of angels, actually. So he is right about that. So I, I finished the conversation. I was like, sure, I'll believe that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, second one. Jason Derulo sings, dances, and he tips well. H2. Jason Derulo is one generous diner. Jason, thank you. You just paid for a semester of my college. I can't say thank you enough. So, you know, I hope you and your family have a wonderful time in Omaha, and I hope you see us again. Thank you so much. That was Jordan Schaefer. He's working at this place in Omaha. Mm-hmm, that's it's my called, Omaha. I know. It's called Charleston's in West. And in comes it's Jason. That no, doesn't matter. It's Charleston I'm, West. Sorry. That, it the, says, it's the West location of Charleston's so in Omaha. So it's just Omaha. Charleston's West? Yeah. They got yeah. a downtown location in West. putting an N in there. In case the you're ever going to the flyover state of Nebraska. Well, Dorello comes in with his entourage. It's about 18 people. They sit down. They eat. All things going well. He leaves. The bill's $800. He tips the waiter $5,000. No, I, I got a question. Yeah. Who Who's Jason Dorello? Jason Dorello. You know your Derulo? girl Jordan Derulo. Sparks, right? Yeah. She used to date him. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Is he a singer? Yeah, he sings, oh. dances. Oh. He's like amazing. I love him. What does he sing? Um, his name nothing, a lot? Nothing that you wouldn't Sings know. his name? <laughs> yeah. That's good. It helped this kid pay his tuition. Is he a though. big deal? He is. He Obviously, he's be. got 5K to throw out to a waiter he does. Yeah. He must, have been, must have made some money. you got to Google him, Jason. Like, I want to, like, see yeah. him and meet him. I, no offense to this guy. I've got a lot of things to Google, so <laughs> I'll add him to the list. I don't know if he's going to be top of the list, but for you, I'll add him, add to, my, him. Add him to my Google uh, wish list. Thank all right? you. Uh, tickets to see Slightly Stupid. They'll be with Sublime with Rome. Uh, Friday, July 14th, Shoreline Amphitheater. All right? If you want to go, I've got a pair of tickets for you, just for you. But I need your help. I need you to play a game called Order Up. It's very simple stuff, right? Uh, Here's your phone number, 916-909-0985, 916-909-0985. I need two players for Order Up so I can give you these tickets for Slightly Stupid and Sublime with Rome. We're doing that here in just a few minutes, so start lining up on the phones. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, slightly stupid tickets, uh, Sublime with Rome. That is what is up for grabs Friday, July 14th, Shoreline Amphitheater. It is a lovely, lovely prize. All right, I'll explain how this works here in a second. Let me bring up, is this Sean? Hold on, let me find out where you're from, Sean. I got my thing. Uh, no, I don't have anything up here. Sean in Elk Grove, how you doing, buddy? 
How you guys doing? Excellent, sir. All right, let me find some competition for you. I got uh, Jay in Sacramento. How you doing, Jay? Good. How's it going, bud? Excellent. Thanks for listening, both of you guys. All right. So, uh, full disclosure, you know, you know, we're new, and sometimes things get screwed up. So this is fairly screwed up. Uh, so you guys are gonna have to be really, really freaking smart in order to get these right. <laughs> and Nikki's your lifeline, so I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. I explained to them on the phone. We're gonna, we're gonna teamwork here. <laughs> All right, how, how the game is, how the game is supposed to be played is we're gonna give you a montage of audio. You have to break it up. All right, into three different pieces and tell me the oldest to newest clip. Now, unfortunately, there's no separation of audio. So you guys are going to actually, this is going to be the hardest time this will ever happen. You're going to have to actually know the audio. So this is like uber super smart for you guys. (laughs) I am going to help out along the way because it is a little screwy. Sean, since you were up first, I'm going to give you... The first uh, order up piece of audio. Now, remember, it's oldest to newest, right? Oldest to newest. And Nikki D will help both of you out. You can talk it out for a little bit. We got plenty of time, so it's cool. This is under the category of presidential scandals. Mm. Okay. All right, Sean, presidential scandals. Give me a one. I have never been a quitter. To leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. But as president, I must put the interests of America first. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. A few months ago, I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best intentions still tell me that's true. But the facts and the evidence tell me it is not. What began as a strategic opening to Iran deteriorated in its implementation into trading arms for hostages. All right, Sean, you sound like a smart guy. I think you can figure this out. Remember, if you get it right, great. If not, then I'll ask Jay, and he can steal it from you, and then the board will be his. Nikki, Sean, go ahead. Discuss amongst yourself, please. (laughs) Okay, I believe that first one was Nixon. Okay. Second one was... Second one was Clinton, and the third one was Bush. I have all of those as well. Now, which one happened first? Oldest. First? The well, oldest. Nixon. Yeah. Nixon. Back in 74. So Nixon's going to be the oldest, so that's going to be A. Okay. And then, of course, Bush was in office before Clinton. So yes. it will be C. Absolutely. And then Clinton being the newest thing that happened, so it's ACB? I, that's that's what I came up with. Uh, that's what I'm coming hold, up with. Hold on for a second. You said you had Nixon and who else? Bush and Clinton. Bush and Clinton. Okay. So really, just tell me, because I've got the sheet in front of me. Like I said, this is going to be, okay. there's a lot of leniency today. Okay. Uh, so you think it's Nixon, Bush, and then Clinton? Yes. That's your answer? Yes. That's my answer. Okay. Well, no, that is incorrect. That's, what? That's, 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 there's, there's no, that is correct. No, no. It goes is, Nixon. It's actually Reagan, not Bush. And oh. then Clinton. Please. Thank That's you. What I was going to say. All right. So just, I got it. Thank you. I appreciate the help. All right. So uh, Sean got it correct. Um, Sean did not get it correct. So Jay will get that point. Okay. Excellent. Yes. All right. got to give Jay a chance to, to guess. Jay, you're up. <laughs> you're, you're up next. Give me B1. You know, I'm a very lazy guy. I just hang around on my couch, watch TV. That's all I do, you know. <laughs> 
lazy. I'd get hit by a truck tomorrow. A big truck could hit me. Paralyze me from the neck down. Wouldn't affect my lifestyle a bit. Does the time bother you? I get bothered by the time. Not so much the time itself. The people bother me for the time. You've had people come up to you and say, what time is it? What time is it? As if you personally were responsible for keeping time? My wife, buddy, he was smoking a joint. Dave. Dave. It's the cops. I'm going to ask him for directions. <laughs> All right, Jay, uh, Nikki, you look confused, especially the second clip. Okay, so I figured it out because we didn't get the category at first. So oh, I'm sorry, comedians. Comedians. My bad. I, I figured that. Okay, I'm disheveled. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm on tilt, as the, as the poker right, players would so say. So these were comedians. So, Jay, I, I got Dave Chappelle. You, 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 <laughs> did you catch any of the other comedians? <laughs> I got Jerry Lee Lewis and Seinfeld, I thought. <laughs> okay, so you think Seinfeld. But it was tough because I was trying to figure out what the category was. So. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to go. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to trust you on this, Jay. So you said Seinfeld and Jenny Lewis? Well, Jerry Lee Lewis, I think, was the first one. I think. Hold on. I don't know. Though. Hold on for a second. Did you just say Jenny Lewis? That's what it sounded like you said. No, Jerry Lee Lewis. Have you never heard Jerry of Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis? Jerry Lee, yes. I thought he said Jenny. What does she do? Cakes? I don't know. I never heard of her. Let me get some some Jenny Lewis cakes over here, please. Can I borrow a dime, Jerry? Thank you. So which one of those comedians, Jay, are are the oldest? They've been doing this the longest. I think one, the first one was Jerry Lee Lewis. We'll go one, Steinfeld, Steinfeld, two. And then Chappelle. Chappelle, yes. Okay. All right. That is incorrect. You guys, you got the wrong ones. So, not the right one. Sean for a steal? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. John. Okay. Sean? Oh, oh, I get a choice here now? Yeah, yeah. You can you can steal it if you know him. Good luck, brother. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Well, you can, you can pass if you want. You can just say, screw it, because it is, is going to be your turn. All right. I say screw it. I want to try something new. Okay. <laughs> you want a new category? All right. So, it would be oldest to newest. It would be Carlin, Norm MacDonald, and Dave Chappelle. That was George Carlin, oh, Norm MacDonald, rest in peace, and Dave Chappelle. Well, I'll be darned. You just got Chappelle, right? I did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Sean, the board goes back to you, but first, let me tell you, KRXQ and KRXQ HD1 Sacramento, we're always free on the Odyssey app. Please download that if you haven't already. It's awesome. Uh, we're 98 Rock, and we appreciate you guys listening. So we'll continue with Order Up. we got a couple more of these. And we got good tickets up for grabs. Sean, the board is yours. These are NBA stars. Oh, okay. Okay. Oldest to newest. Remember, NBA stars, oldest to newest. C1. This is a freebie. Warriors had a timeout and chose not to use it. Step for three. Good! With three seconds left. With half a minute to play. Bryant for the lead. Yes! Kobe Bryant gives the Lakers the lead. (laughs) A 13-footer and he misses. Rodman can't tip it in. Rebound O'Neal now. Stolen by Jordan from Hardaway. Picked him. Bluffs one at the line. They leave him open. Oh, Oh, the Bulls are up. Oh, baby. He left jock scraps all over the hardwood down here. Okay, well, it's not going to be too difficult to figure out who they are. Not at all. I got all of these, baby. (laughs) This is the best game ever. We put the answers in the audio. You're going to have to help me on that one. I don't know nothing about basketball. Well, Sean, let me help you. That's what I'm here for. We got Steph Curry. We had Kobe Bryant. And we had Dennis Rodman. Go sports. (laughs) Go sports. (laughs) So 
The first one, who, who's the oldest, is Dennis Rodman, followed by Kobe Bryant, followed by Steph Curry. That's our final answer. Come on, That's give us the ding, ding, answer. ding. That's your final answer. Okay, so because the game is a little screwy right now, I'm going to give you that point because you don't necessarily need to know who they are. All right, that's not part of the bit. It's actually just putting them in order. It's not Dennis Rodman, though. It's Michael Jordan. Ah! <laughs> I was tripping yeah. on the rock. I had the order right. I yeah, had the order I right. Thinking, I was thinking Jordan, too. Who's going to put Dennis Rodman in a clip? I mean, like, the game might be a little janky right now, but I mean, we're not going to. I like Dennis. Don't get me wrong. Nothing against Dennis Rodman, but, you know, you're, if you're going Kobe, you talk Jordan, right? You go Steph Curry, you got to talk Kobe, you got to talk Jordan. Okay. Got it. All right. Sean, that's uh, two for you, my friends. All right. Nikki was so proud of herself. Was. She was like, oh, did you just sit back and wait for me to speak? Because I know my NBA. That's that's Bill Walton. That's Jerry West. I'm telling you. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's brother, Bob. Hey, we got it. All right. Cartoon opening songs. All right, cartoon opening songs. That's pretty simple. Jay, the board is yours. You got to get back in this game. Nikki, did you figure those out? I feel like I did. Again, oldest to newest. Okay, so I know the first clip was Bugs Bunny or Looney Tunes. I don't know how that's going. Then the next one was The Simpsons. And the last one, I'm not sure, I think it's Family Guy. Mm. What do you think, Jay? Okay, so The Simpsons been on. The older they will play then, I do believe. Yeah, so... Looney Tunes 1, Simpsons 2nd, Family Guy 3rd. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. So Looney Tunes, you said first, oldest. Mm-hmm. Simpsons 2nd, yeah. Family Guy 3rd. Yes. Yeah, that would be correct. Yes. Nicely done. Come on, yeah. let's go. <laughs> on. Come on, let's go. Very nice, dude. That was good. All right, getting down to it. You only got a couple more here. So as uh, time allows, we're going to see who wins. The score is 2-1. to one. Jay, again, you're helping Sean screws this up, so you get this. I have a feeling that you guys are going to nail this one. But, Sean, the board is yours. It's car commercials. You ready for car commercials? Okay. All right, here we go. E- we wanted a dependable sucking car. And this Yugo's just what we need. Yugo GV is still only $39.90. Call 1-800-USA-YUGO for the dealer nearest you. Everybody needs a Yugo sometimes. Some things just can't wait, like the Dodge Dart Swinger 340. Some children imagine that their father is the most powerful man in the world. Wonder where they got that idea. The 300 horsepower Silverado. All right, what do you think? All right. Oldest and newest. I I believe it was the Yugo, a Dodge, and a Chevy commercial. That's what I wrote down to. We're on the same page. Okay. Yeah, but what type of Dodge? A Dart. You said a Dodge swinger. Dart. That's what the I swinger. heard. Dodge, the Dodge Swinger. Okay. Dodge yep. Swinger. Is I heard a, a Dodge Dart. Is that is that a is that a car? <laughs> Dodge Swinger. But, is that a is that a car? Or is that your neighbor? 
<laughs> no, it it is a car. Was that a swinger commercial? It's a Dodge Dart swinger. Dodge Dart swinger. Ooh. Before you had pineapples to set out to let people you know you're a swinger, then you had a Dodge Dart. Put a Dodge outside. That you were yeah, a salesperson. All right. All right. So I'm. Um, in my mind, a Hugo is the oldest car. Am I saying that wrong? Hugo. No, 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 no. The Hugo is the car they sell in Mexico. It's an offshoot of the Hugo that we had here. I, I, I think. I, I think the oldest one is the Dodge commercial. Oh, okay. I think uh, because I believe the Hugo came out after the Dart, back in the late seventies, eighties. Okay. And then Chevy was definitely the last one. All right, so we going Dodge. You go in Chevy. <laughs> so Dodge is that problem? Do you problem saying that you go? You go apparently because I'm saying Hugo. <laughs> Hugo is a Hugo store. Or you go. You go. All right, you so go where I go. Dodge. You go. Uh, Chevy. Chevy or Silverado. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is correct. Nicely done. All right. Okay, there you go. Yeah. With that being said, Jay, there's no way for you to win, my brother. I uh, really. Tied? I'm real. I'm really sorry. Is it tied? It's, t- it's tied. It's tied. It's tied. Mm-hmm. I had a wrong score, Jay. That's my fault. Yeah, it's tied. So I tell you no. what, if you come out Thursday to our live broadcast at Twin Peaks in Sacramento, because I was wrong, you can grab Nikki's breast. What? All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So Jay, <laughs> no, the, no, no, no. Jay the board is yours <laughs> for the win, right? Jay's turn, correct? It is Jay's yes. turn. Okay. These are love songs, Jay. Are you a lovey guy? Oh, Are you a romantic? Oh, absolutely. You sound like it. <laughs> with that voice. You sound sexy. All right. This is for all the marbles. If you get it right, you win. If not, Sean automatically wins. That's how this works. All yep. right. F1. You get all those, Nikki? Those right up your alley? <laughs> no. Well, I knew all of them. Now, when they came out, <clears throat> Jay, what you, what you got? So I got uh, the first one, I think it was Mr. and Mr. or some damn thing like that. Um, Whitney Houston, Elton John. What did you say the first one was? I think it's Mr. and Mr. Wham or something damn thing like that. <laughs> yeah, you're actually pretty damn close. All right. That's awesome. I so right. I, I thought that the first one. Hey, it was seventh grade dance. <laughs> o- oldest and newest. So I thought the first one was the oldest, Jay. Did you think the first one was the oldest? No, I think Elton John's the oldest. Okay, so. You, so I think you... it went two, three, one. No, no. Whitney Houston was number two. So if we're doing oldest first, then you think the I Hope You Don't Mind by Elton John is the oldest, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Then yeah. Never yes. Gonna Give You Up, that one. And then Whitney last. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is Go correct. Ahead. Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> just just to clarify, just so everybody's on the same page of who that was. 
<laughs> it was George Michael and Careless Whisper, Whitney Houston, I'll Always Love You, and Elton John, your song. Oh, that's I don't right. know what you nice. just call it there. All right. So, Jay, you did win. So, Sean, you can come out and grab Nikki's breast. How about no, that? you can All come right. out and see us, though. <laughs> yes, you can. Nice. You guys hang on the phone here. Let me figure out this so I don't hang up on anybody. All right. Nicely done. Congratulations. All right. So, it, it'll work a little bit differently next week. We'll have, like, letters, and they'll call out and stuff like that. So, I had to improvise. Yes. Good improvising job. Did it sound like it I knew was, what I was doing? It did. And I sounded like I knew what I was doing. Huh? And I sounded like I knew what I was doing. This was great. Well, I don't know about all that. <laughs> For me, it was. You did get the last one, so people are going, damn, that girl's so smart. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Who was the guy that gave the big tip? Uh, Jason Derulo. $5,000? $5,000. All right. I'm a good tipper, I think. But I think it's got to be fair. And I think we live in a, in, a, in a world right now where everybody expects a tip. With that being said... Where does the state of California rank on the biggest tippers list? Mm. So get into that here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. 98 Rock. Now. Now. Oh, good. More of this. More what? Back to the BS. Let's somebody call in and say that there's a, one of those serial killer stores here in town. Yes. I don't know if it's that exact brand, but he said it's something exactly like that here in Old Town. Old Town. Yeah. Yes. I didn't see one. I've I didn't been there, Google done it, that. But, uh, it's pretty neat, actually. You know did we go down there, Nelson? No, you guys haven't been down. You haven't been. In, you haven't been downtown at all. Oh, that's in downtown. Okay. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, downtown or old Sac isn't there? Oh, old Roseville is where I went. I'm sorry. I've no, not we been. went to Old Folsom. Well, and I have been to Old Roseville. That's what I got confused. There's a lot of with. olds yeah. here. Yes. Yeah, there's new and old. It's vintage. <laughs> I've learned them all. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll look into it. I, I, I just um, I love these cereal stores. Everybody loves the shirt. I, I never, I never buy shirts from places, you know, like when you go to a barbecue place, which is right. But that's a little pet peeve of mine. Like every barbecue <laughs> place, their logo is a pig. Why would your logo be the animal you're slaughtering? Like you look at this cute little oinky pig, <laughs> and you're like, oh man, I love oinks barbecue. Look at that cute little guy. They call him Petey the pig. Oh, I'm eating him. You know, it's very sad. Steakhouses don't, well, I guess some of them do. I've not one time ever thought about that, and now it's, I'm never going to be able to unsee it. The cute, and it's always the cutest eyes the thing has staring at you, smiling. Cute little belly, and it's got the little uh, squirrely tail. Squirrely tail. Just give me a rub. And then you're like, oh, this place, Petey's awesome. They got Petey merchandise. Oh, I'm about to eat Petey. That's very, very sad. That's why Chick fil A has cows and not chickens. Because they're clever, they're smart. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's how you do it. Uh, that Jason Derulo five thousand dollar tip on an eight hundred dollar tab. Yes. Okay. So I I I love talking about tipping, especially you know I've been in, everybody I think has been in the service industry uh, at some point in their lives. You guys have all worked in the service industry, right? Um, not where I had to be tipped. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you've been in the been the business, like yeah. you've, like a restaurant or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I worked fast food, but not yeah, not a tipping, not a tipping. Tip. But still, you you were. I worked at Burger King. You know, I got fired. Very incestual. Everybody sleeps with each other. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe you guys did. I didn't know the touch of a woman until I was twenty, so there was no there was no action for me in the old restaurant world. What kind of fast food place did you work? It was called uh, Taco John's. It's Ta- like Taco Bell, but it's like a uh, like a regional thing. It comes out of. Uh, Wyoming. Yeah, I could figure that it was just like Taco <laughs> Taco Bell. Thanks. I didn't think you were going to say it was like Arby's. Thank you. Uh, biggest tippers in the state, California not even ranked as uh, far as the top 10 goes. Do you guys not like to tip? 
so many rich people out here, like famous people, you would think that that would be up there at least in the top 10. If I were famous, I would tip 30% every time I went out. Well, because you don't want somebody to go around talking trash about you like, oh, he's a super jerk. I think famous people may not tip here because they think other famous people are going to do it. So they go places like Omaha makes national news. Actually, famous a lot of famous people just don't tip. There's a story. They eat free. Let me tell you a story. Uh, years and years ago, Michael Jordan used to go to Bike Week all the time, and I was living in Orlando. You know, Bike Week's in Daytona, so it's just a 45 minute trip, and I have a lot of friends out in Daytona. And I would go the back in my big daddy, my big daddy Bang Bang days. I was, I, I really liked the adult entertainment establishments. But I, I mean, I wasn't going there for you know to be a pervert. I, I had friends there. I had friends that danced. I had friends that managed. And friends that worked behind the bar. You it were was, going there for the chicken wings. Uh, no, I wasn't going there for the chicken wings. Mm-hmm. I was going for just the, you know, hang out. Anyway, so Michael <laughs> Jordan calls this one establishment one time. Here's the story that I was told by a very good source. And he says, my boys are coming in. And like 30 of his boys come in. So they're like thinking, well, if they're Michael, it's Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan's boy, Michael Jordan's going to be there, then we'll pick up the tab. They rang up like a $20,000, $30,000 tab. Whoa. Not one tip. Get out of here. Not wow. one tip. Wow. None of the dancers or nothing? Nothing. Nothing. They wasn't making it Well, right. I don't know if they tipped the girls, but they didn't tip the bartender that brought the, the drinks over in VIP. Right. And so uh, the next night, he calls uh, somebody calls back says, hey, you know, with Michael Jordan. He's like, no, find another place to go. <laughs> Did he even confirm that it was really Michael who called? I think he went in there for a minute. Uh, oh, okay. And then, and then left. Okay. Something like that. You guys want to guess what the uh, biggest tipping state is? Georgia. Georgia, no, not even close. <laughs> Texas? Texas, not, not on the list. Not top 10, at least. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, no. It's got to be no. New York, then, right? New York no. City? Delaware. Delaware? Yeah, I figured I'd tell you because you guys would never get to Delaware. <laughs> Delaware? What's going on in Delaware? How much are they tipping there? 21.8%. Uh, restaurant trends. This is, I guess, the, the the that's the percentage, the average tip percentage. And that's number one. Yeah, that's Where? sad. If you're a server of twenty, I mean, twenty percent to sit down, right? Isn't that standard? Yeah. It's here's supposed the, to be. Here's the problem, and this is this is a result of COVID, directly a result of COVID, and it's also a result of the the service industry and how it's changed. So it's now everything is you do it yourself. You want you know froyo, you fix it yourself. But yet, yeah, please tip me. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before the self checkout lines at the grocery store they're asking for tips. I and wouldn't do it. I have a huge problem with that. Like, I think your I think your groceries should be cheaper. I think they should too. If you have to ring yourself up and go through all the hassle, anywhere you go, if you have to do what was once somebody else's job, mm-hmm. you should get it the discount. I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they don't do that. Uh, you go to all these different places, even Starbucks, the baristas, and you go to check out, and, and then they kind of shove it in your face. You know, so they have uh, the next screen after you get your, your latte, da-da-da-da. You says, know, please tip. Your Trenta pink drink, extra ice, no strawberries, extra base. That's what my daughter gets all the time. <laughs> you know, they'll give you a screen. It's like a dollar, two dollar, three dollars. Like, what am I tipping you for? Doing your job? You handed me a drink out of a window. They made the drink, though, right? Like, But you're supposed to make the that's drink. That's your job. <laughs> that's your job. I'm a sucker for tipping, man. You're going to get a tip out of me. So, so I'm a sucker as well. I'm a, well, I feel guilty, so I give him a dollar, right? Because I'm like, well, it's a dollar. But I give him a dollar because I feel guilty and I want them to make money, but I just feel like you should earn your tip. Now, when we go to Mel's, which is like my favorite oh, hang, right? It's your favorite. It's your favorite. Oh, there's, there's a new one um, that's by our gym. It's called Chubby's. 
I, I told you it. about Chubby's. It was a good one. I had a breakfast there one time. Yeah, you we're going to Chubby's this weekend. But anyway, we go there and they have great service. If you have great service, I'll give you thirty percent. I don't know. The girl was a little angry last night. Yeah, but we were there late time. You know? <laughs> we were there. At nine and I'll five. tip somebody. I'll tip somebody if they need to learn a lesson. And there was a years and years ago. I was at a pizza joint and I went in and it was just you know just lowbrow pizza joint. And I uh, I order a salad with everything, right? So I order a salad and then whatever piece of pizza. And she brings both out at the same time, which is a no-no, at least in my world. I don't like that either. No, 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 no. Give you me don't, my appetizer You don't first. do that. And so I said to her, you know, I didn't say anything. And then afterwards, you know, she brings me a check. Check was like $40 or something for me and the person I was with. And I gave her a $40 tip. And I said, I'm going to give you a 100% tip, but you have to promise me something. She says, what's that? I said, never take a salad out at the same time as someone's meal ever again. How does she respond to that? She was actually cool with it. That's okay. the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life. She was, she was, she was, she was, she was way cool with it. How often does negative reinforcement help anybody? He could have been uh, upset with her and said ten percent. He said, "You know what? I'm going to help her learn. She's going to have a positive memory." With I better bring the salad out first. She'll never bring that salad out with the pizza ever again. That's how. That's how you get learned. I I, I agree with that. That's I how. That's that. how you remember something, right? It's. A, I always get beat up for doing things like that. Like I'm some rude person but sometimes it, you are rude that I'm, was oh, one of the I, nicer no. suggestions i am never rude i i hold people accountable i am never rude you There's don't consider a, it rude there, it is rude there you are the queen of psh, psh, <laughs> psh. you see her last night ordering yes. her food you know have you ever seen the movie grown-ups uh the first one yeah uh there's like three of them there's two of them okay Ooh. this was the first one okay they go into the hamburger place um, and Chris Rock's mother-in-law and Kevin James orders. He's like, we're going to take 13 hamburgers and uh, that's just for me. And it's a haha joke. And like, oh, she'll have a Sprite, this and that. And then the mother-in-law goes, Mm-mm, I'm going to have me a calzone. I'm going to have me cream of corn. I want me a foot long hot dog. And you know what? I'm going to do a side salad and a lobster bisque just to top it off. And then they, you know, they tell jokes. But that's know what she wants. That's Nikki D. Last I know night what I want. when we were sitting down, you know, like yeah, I'll take the uh, sam. Uh, was it the, uh, the? I wanted a salmon salad. No, 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 not you. This is, oh. Like I ordered yeah, the that. San Francisco. Yeah, the San Francisco, San Francisco version of the Melbourne. Yeah, whatever. And then you, you know, she's like, I'm going to take this salad, but I don't want you to put that in it, and I want you to put a <laughs> salmon in it, but I want to watch him catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I just simply want some avocado and cheese. And don't make sure that I got exactly 18 ice cubes. Well, you see how many extra times she brought avocado back out for her because she felt intimidated by her. <laughs> she was terrified. Lies. It's this crazy lady that wants weird stuff. Lies. At the four top over by the window. <laughs> All right. Uh, next round of headlines. Yes? Yes. All right. What do we got coming up? I'm going to tell you where a fight broke out at a game and why a cheeseburger ruined a date. All right. Two big stories from today. Pay attention. Get learned a little bit. Nikki D's got your second round of headlines coming up here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Two big stories from today. Get learned. Nikki D has got your second round of headlines. Go ahead. I'm not sure if basketball or boxing was on my TV last night. H3. Mike, anything you can glean about seeing your, your team like stand up for itself in a, a situation like what happened tonight at the end of that game? You know, I, I don't know what happened, but we ain't taking no from nobody. Trust me on that. 
that coach is gangster. So last night, the Milwaukee Bucks is going against the Sacramento Kings. We look up at the TV. We saw this in real time, and we just saw fists throwing. And I'm like, what is going on? Turns out that Brooke Lopez and Trey Lyles were ejected from the game for their altercation on the court. I found out what started it, which was the Bucks star Giannis. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, he was running the timeout on the clock like how the players do. And apparently Lyles just pushed him in his back. Lopez took offense to it, and they went at it. He's a big guy, too. But it was like there was like 5.4 seconds left in the game, and the Kings couldn't come back. So everybody had to just wait for them to figure it out, and then they give the technical, (laughs) and they get the the free throw. And we're sitting there, and we're watching the end of the game. In the end of basketball games, if you're betting on a basketball game, you don't bet in the first quarter, right? You know, it all comes down to the fourth quarter, as I learned from professional handicapper Brandon <laughs> Lang. Yes. You know, is it, you know, first quarter, don't get excited. Second quarter, don't get excited. Third quarter, don't get excited. When you want to watch a basketball game, it's in the fourth quarter. The last quarter. And especially like the last two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the good stuff. But right. they couldn't come back last night. The lead was too much. So it's like, why are you fighting, dude? Now you're going to get fined. And uh, it was so pointless. And then it, the fight looked so tangled up. I'm like, what are they doing? Are they was, wrestling? Boxing? Lopez was trying to get him in the clinch. Yeah. He looked like he was <laughs> MMA in him. He saw him. He was trying to pull him closer. And I thought, okay, so what do you do when you pull him closer? You're going to take him down to the ground and ground and pound? Yeah, right. Like, what are you going right. to do? going to knee him. <laughs> Little Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, all right, second headline. I know one guy who'll never order another burger on a date. H4. We scheduled to go to dinner, and the waitress comes over, and he said, I'm going to take the burger. And the waitress asked him, do you want some cheese on your burger? And he asked, is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. And he said, okay, then never mind. And because he said never mind, Daphne is this woman's name who went viral Got up, went to the waitress. She told the waitress she's going to pay for the bill. And then she told the guy, don't ever order a cheeseburger again and not get the cheese. And she walked out on him. This was their first date? This was their first date. (laughs) That's probably good for the guy. That's a little high maintenance. That's what everybody's saying online. They're like, she sounds crazy anyway. Count yourself lucky. Yeah, you know, that's maybe that's like the new (laughs) test. If you want to test somebody out on the first date, do the cheese walk out or no, was it? (laughs) Three dollars for cheese and then don't eat it, or is that what he did? The fact that they were on a first date where you could order a burger—it's like, what was the big deal? So he ordered the three dollar cheese and he didn't right, eat he, it. No, no, no. He ordered a burger uh-huh. and the waitress said, "Do you want cheese?" He said, "Is it extra?" She said, "Yes, it's three dollars extra." He said, "Well, don't give me the cheese." Oh, so he's cheap. Well, he didn't want to pay three dollars for one slice of cheese. May- right. Maybe if she wouldn't have had the. <laughs> I don't know. Lobster. Well, no, Baked it's a, salmon or whatever she had on the salad last night at Mel's. No, it was a burger place. So maybe if she didn't get, you know, the, the Cajun fries. Right. Or, or the, maybe if she didn't upgrade her side to onion rings, he could have afforded that piece of cheese. Had it actually, only been a mayonnaise dip and not an aioli. No, actually, you know what? I feel sorry for that guy. That guy's on a budget. He's probably saved up enough money to take this uh, this girl out. And then she's judging him because he's being frugal and probably cheese. making ends meet. Yeah, I feel for the guy. I'm I'm pro cheese dude. I'm I'm with him too in this event. I think she went too far. If he didn't want to get the cheese, that man did not have to eat that Where's cheese. Where's that story at? In New York. Let's New find York the, City. Let's find the cheese dude. Let's find the cheese dude. Send him dude. like an unlimited we'll do a, a um <laughs> what is it, uh, the crowd not the crowd fund. What's the thing where everybody gets together and gives people money? Go fund me. Go fund me. We're gonna do a cheese go fund me and we're just gonna have 
thousands of processed pieces of cheese sent to this guy. <laughs> now let's do it. Just dump lo- uh, the dumpster. Just sort of dump, load it blah, right there in the garage. Jacoby from Papa Roach. One of my all-time favorite bands. Really is. Uh, not at Aftershock, but been there many, many times. It's in his own backyard. He's going to be popping in the studio here if all goes well. If not, in about five minutes when we talk, we'll be talking about something else. And <laughs> I'm not even going to mention Jacoby Shaddix was supposed to be in here. Uh, but anyway, we'll play their latest song, Cut the Line, coming up. And uh, he'll be in studio so we can talk Papa Roach, Aftershock, and more. It's the BS on 98 Rock. One of my favorite dudes in the business, man. One of my favorite bands. I've said this for years. Here's how you can tell a good rock band. Is that if you go and see them in the month of December, if they actually care to entertain you. That's how you tell it's a good rock band. And Papa Roach, every single time I see these guys, uh, they put on one of the best live shows ever. And we're lucky to have uh, Jacoby Shaddix in studio with us right now. And dude, it's been a long time since we've seen each yeah, other. Man. And I, I said, I have not seen Jacoby in, in probably 15 years. I'm going to move to his home state and city. I'm just going to come so, over well, here. Welcome to Sacramento, brother. <laughs> I, dude, I, it's so good to be here. Yeah, man. Good to have you. Uh, so um, I want to talk Aftershock with you. I know you guys aren't playing this year, but like you're OG of the, 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 the festival. But first, I want to talk Ego Trip, the latest oh, album. Oh, yeah, man. You were so excited on social media from like even pre-launch of the album. This one really is special to you. Absolutely, man. I think it was, uh, you know, in this process of, kind of getting locked down for the last couple of years and trying to figure out what the next steps were for us as humans. <laughs> you know, we, we realized music was a safe space. And so we all hold up in this, in this crazy cool mansion down in, down in Temecula, California, and just uh, wrote and recorded a record that we felt was like one of the best of our careers. And, you know, we, uh, we're always, I mean, it's always, I guess it's risky when you're dropping a new record. Like, are the fans going to love it? But this one was just like, we didn't feel that feeling at all. We were like, we know our fans are going to love this. This is like all things great, P. Roach. And in the process of doing this, um, we were renegotiating a record deal with our ex-company and realized they need to kick rocks. We need to do this on our own. I was going to say, I think we yeah. know how that went when you said your ex, the ex company. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we start, you know, we did it and we dropped kill the noise and it was yeah. it just smashed. It was a number one for us. And that yeah. was a big deal. And you know, it's uh we've been out there supporting this album and it's going great. We just did Rockzilla, yeah. which was off the chain. And so, just so much good stuff wrapped up around this record. You uh, on social media, it's cool because you'll put out raw vocals and also mm-hmm. you put over your fan base in a huge way. You know, obviously you get a lot of last resort, um, but you embrace that. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's a classic. You know, it's like we can't turn our back on a classic. It's like, you know, I say Aerosmith, they got Dream On, yeah. right? It's like P. Roach, we got last resort. It's <laughs> it's the one that like we could drop that track anywhere and people just react. It's yeah. just that type of that's that type of track. And. You know, it's we're we're just grateful to have a track like that. I mean, bands work their entire careers to have, you know, something like that in their arsenal, and we got it right off the rip. Yeah, you know, I yeah. almost gave myself a concussion to that song. How? Because I was so you guys were so instrumental when I was about eighteen. You know, that album came out. That's yeah. when I turned eighteen. It was two thousand, and I'm I'm like a white boy from the suburbs, but like I just thought I had all this angst, and I was driving to my buddy's house, and I'm. Uh, 
and I hit my head on my steering wheel because I was such a, a tool. I'm headbanging in the car. <laughs> hey, dude. That's what's up, though, my man. head on the steering wheel. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the beauty up. of music, man. You just get lost in it, you know? And I, I still find myself bugging out like that to music, too. Like, I'm, a, I'm still a spaz. You know what I mean? It's, it, it never left me. So getting away with murder, you're talking about with Ego Trip, uh, how you were worried, how your fan base. But this is, like you said, classic Papa Roach. Linkin Park went through this um, for with Chester's last album, is that they got some some backlash, some push. Um, what are you doing? I was just giving a little you on, Oh, you're putting yeah, that sorry. sound bed in there. Oh, for there you, you go. I, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, you know, Linkin Park went through that uh, with their last album before Chester Chester passed. When you guys did Getting Away With Murder, I would say that, or I'm, I'm asking you, was that like the, the album that you guys were worried most about? Because that was when you guys got that good hook for that Top 40 crossover. Oh, dude, it was like, at that point in time in our career, like we didn't even know if a record label was going to put out any of our music. Or that album got shelved for a while. Like really? We finished up the record, turned it into the record company, and they were just like, eh, we're not sure. you know. And, and we believed in it. And I remember... There was a turning point in it. We did a, a festival out in D.C. I think it was HFS Festival. And we had uh, two people, Gary Spivak, who's uh, part of After, Aftershock, actually, yeah. and this lady named Brenda Romano. They were like the radio staff there. And they came out to see our performance. And I told them, I was like, I guarantee you I'm going to have this crowd singing Getting Away With Murder by the end of the song. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, good luck, kid. You know, And literally, we had like 50,000 people singing it back to us. And I turned around and looked at them like, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I mean, we, we eventually ended up putting the record out, which we're so grateful for, you know, and then scars did so huge for us and it became a, you know, a classic staple of who Papa Roach is. And so there's these different sides of our band that we've been able to expose. And it's really comes down to, uh, the songs that kind of make us feel a bit uncomfortable are the songs always that are the ones that are the biggest and most impactful for us. Right. Yeah. yeah so. Well, that, that era of, you know, Scars was your first crossover, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, and everybody knows the money's in top 40. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I remember sitting down with um, Shinedown's management and when they had Sound of Madness, and I picked out their oh, that's first. That's a great record. And I, I, I said to Bill, I said, you know, look, these two are the songs that are going to go top 40. And he goes, absolutely. Those are the ones that we're releasing. You know, Second Chance, obviously, was one of them. That's um, a great track. But that's that the one. good stuff for the band and the crowd. The, the fans don't understand that. You just want to expand your audience with your with your sound. Absolutely, man. I mean, you know, for us, it's like we were willing to, like, put out something like a track like Scars. At the time, we were like, I'm not sure if the fans are going to love it, but we loved it. Yeah. You know, and that's like, you got to follow your gut. That's what I've learned in this business is that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of naysayers, there's going to be a lot of people that don't believe in what we might be doing, but it's like, if we have this feeling inside, like, this is the real, this is the real right here. Right. We got, you got to go with it. Yeah. You have to trust your gut. Like, there's, don't, you don't always have to listen to everybody around you and everybody's opinions around you. It's like, what do you feel inside, like, deep down low? Oh, trust me. I've, run, I've, I've been to deep that. Deep down low. I've been down to that. I've been to that party of the naysayers. It's uh, KRXQ and KRXQ HD1. Sacramento, always free on the Odyssey app. Uh, it's 98 Rock, and we appreciate you listening. Got Jacoby from Papa Roach in the studio with the BS right now. And with, uh, with albums that you do, with Papa Roach, uh, most lead singers, especially ones that have had the success that you've had, are perfectionists. Does it bother you when not every song is released the radio? 
Uh, you know, <laughs> it's impossible. It, we know that, but it is absolutely impossible. You know, and it's like I like. I like to guest on other people's records, so it's like we find ourselves stepping on our own toes at times. Like, and yeah, they're not all going to be singles, and I think that that's important for us to realize is that when we're making a record, mm-hmm. I don't want to make a record full of singles. I want to make a like a cool. We got a few singles, and then let's get adventurous. Let's take the fans on a journey. You know what I mean? And it's it's a. I think that element of making an album is important. Um, but in speaking about that in the future, it's like. I don't even know if we're going to make an album for a minute. I think we might just be dropping tracks for a hot minute. Really? I think, I think that might be the the MO for what we're going to do over the la- next like two to three to four years is just drop a track every six months, drop two or three tracks every six months and just feed the fans music consistently. Whether they're singles or not, right? The cream will rise to the top. But it's like, I look at the music, the business right now is it's like, it's the Wild West. Like, mm-hmm. y- anything kind of goes and we got to follow our gut where are we going with this thing and what we've realized is that drop a track with a dope video a great marketing plan and some some good social media built around it right Mm -hmm. and let that be the tip of the spear to drive your your touring so we can go around the world and go rip shows in southeast asia you are so cool i just want to say oh thank you i just just really want to say that. i appreciate it i'm just over here enamored oh i appreciate it nikki d out (laughs) nikki d in this bitch (laughs) thank you for the compliment i appreciate that i really do uh so more like you guys have this uh it's like a roster of a similar sound so I'm a huge Hollywood Undead fan. Oh, that's my boys. I know it is. Yeah, it's my boys. And it's funny because uh, after a, a big festival at a station I worked at in Orlando, uh, we all went to the same bar, and they just happened to be there, and I got to, to hang out with them a little bit. And you know, we had them on the radio and all that good stuff. And one of my buddies who owned the bar, his brother went to juvie with one of the dudes in Hollywood Undead. Yeah, man, sometimes you end up in juvie, dude. <laughs> and by the end of the night, we had, to, we had to like literally carry this guy out. Anyway, so like the that sound, the Fever 333, you know, is just, it's, I mean, they are present day rage in my opinion, but oh, yeah. it, it's, that's the stuff us Xers love, Gen Xers. I mean, yeah. that you, you, you talk to us. Yeah, man, I, I feel like you know, when you're coming from the guts, coming from the heart, like a group like Fever 333, Jason, Elon Butler, like, that, he's a real one. He's one of those cats that, like, I look up to. He's like, nah, man, I look up to you. I'm like, nah, Jay, like, we're both looking up at each other. Or we're just looking at each other going, man, you're tight. You know, but, California uh, guys, too. Uh, yeah, Cali yeah. Killers, those guys are, man. I had him, actually, he just came, he came up this last year on stage with us at, at uh, Aftershock, which was sick. Yeah. That was like a pinnacle moment for me having him on stage ripping that track swerve and you know it's like you just got to put your guts into it and i think it's when you make music that that makes you like you were talking about smash your head into your steering wheel i like, still i don't regret I got, doing it i gotta tell you when we were making this last record ego trip it's like if there was a fly on the wall watching us people would just be like these guys are they have lost their minds <laughs> there's like eight dudes in this house dancing crazy mosh pit style in a living room listening back to these tracks that we recorded during the day you know when we're going ah oh, this is getting me off like this is you know i think that excitement around the music it's it's important you know and i think for a little while we kind of lost a little bit of that for a minute and i think 
you know, over the last couple records working with new and newer and younger producers and really having that like effort attitude, mm -hmm. it brought something new and special out of the band. And I think you can hear it on on our album Ego Trip. Well, I think sure. also social media and what it's oh, yeah. done for you guys. It, it, you 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 realize that your fan base, uh, how big it is, and and how much they're into you guys is and, pretty cool. And how diverse our fan base is. I yeah. mean, it's like we noticed as we went and did this tour, Rockzilla. It was like there was multi generations of fans yeah. watching us. It's like there's the grant this. Somehow they got this like eight year old on the shoulders, and then there's the <laughs> the son, and then his father at the show as well. Right. And we're going, whoa, this is this is real. Like this <laughs> this was the thing that we dreamt of as we were younger. I mean, I remember playing a show uh, with Stone Temple Pilots. This is back in like 2002 out the amphitheater in Wheatland, and uh, we opened up the show and we watched Stone Temple Pilots, and it was this vision in my mind like, this is what I want. This, this legacy career, this, because they played songs from mm -hmm. all their records. And I was like, oh, I know that song. I know that song. I know that's, oh my, it blew my mind, right? And and that was a goal, right? And here I am 20 some odd years later living that, actually living that dream myself. Uh, yeah, it's hard man. to wrap your mind that you're that guy now. It's, yeah, it trips me out. It do really you, does, man. What, what's, what's, what Papa Roach song do you have people come up to you most and say it was part of, you know, music is a soundtrack of your life. I say that all the time. What song from Papa Roach do people identify with, get them through a tough time, so on and so forth? Uh, Scars has been a, one of those songs for us through the years, um, as well as this track called Help off of uh, Crooked Teeth. Those two tracks are referenced a lot i mean obviously and last resort because mm -hmm. it's just it's got it just hits you in the guts with the real um can i throw one in there too yeah throw it in all right because uh f you i'm not listening anymore oh dude not listening that was a banger dude oh that's my all right that's, you went deep that's you went my, for the deep cut that's my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite songs period the end of story but there came a time in my life cheers brother that uh especially if i'm in the gym it's you know that, That's a power track, and and I I would just I mean I'm sitting there, I mean, word for word, and you know that's that's why I like you. I'm you know I'm into that stuff. I'm into Appreciate that type it, of music. Man. So thank you. Um, let's talk aftershock a little bit. Uh, oh, so we yeah. got a couple more minutes uh, with you. So I mean, you're kind of OG. To, it's it's in your own backyard. It's your band. You're not playing this year. Is there a reason why? I just don't want to do it. I mean, well, going back to it is in my, it's literally like almost my backyard. <laughs> I, I live like. Down, uh, down by Sac State, kind of. Yeah. So it's literally like down the ray. When I go ride my bike, like I'll ride by that place and just have like reminisce <laughs> memories. Like, always oh, tore that up. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, like talking about pinnacle moments in my life, um, aftershock last year is one of those moments I will remember forever. It's just, I mean, having a headlining slot on a Saturday night. Sacramento, mm. my backyard, rolling up there, VIP style in my car, like taking my car from my house. Imagine this, right? <laughs> like this is like the the dream gig of of all gigs. I'm at my house, chilling with my kids, my wife, have breakfast, get a workout in, chill out, homies come over, reminisce, get in the get in the car, roll up, VIP police court <laughs> escort style. To backstage, warm up, roll on the stage, <laughs> then do the same, kick it with all the homies after the show, party, whoop de whoop, 
Police escort back to the house and sleep in my own bed. Like, what? Don't get no better than that. Like, you, it, it's you know just, you made it. That's yeah, when you know was, you've made it. I gotta tell you, man. Like, pinnacle moment. And you know, all that stuff aside, like, it was. It's it's that connection between the band and the audience. And it's like there was something magic in the air that night. And and I look forward to doing it again. Yeah. And we will yeah. for sure. You know, that's that's a definite. What but, what what show if you weren't headlining this year? OK, so I'll just go through the headliners. For yeah, the who's he, who, who are the headliners? So the first night you got Avenged Sevenfold, Incubus oh, no. and Turnstile. All right. Uh, then on Friday, you got Tool, Godsmack and, and Limp Bizkit. Saturday, you got Corn, Pantera oh, and 311. And then Sunday, <laughs> GNR, Queens of the Stone Age and Rancid. If you were not headlining, what two what two bands would you want to be sandwiched in between out of that list, if you can remember? Oh, shoot, dude. I would say it would be dope to be sandwiched in between 311 and Korn. Yeah. I think that would be like the kind of – because Korn, uh, 311 for me, like back in the mid to late 90s, was one of those bands that I played and just was – it was on repeat. Mm-hmm. It was like my favorite band. And so – and then Korn was – was a was a group that took us out on tour like our first real big tour and so it would just kind of hit all those like early 2000s feels for me personally and i got a i got a real deep homies in corn like brian's one of my brothers you know he's like he's a he's a real one and that would I think that would be a sick night. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. I mean, I, you could put you go anywhere. Really, I mean, really and truly, yeah. it's. Like, I was just texting with Johnny from uh, Avenged Sevenfold earlier today. And I was just like, dude, it's good to see you guys back, you know, coming back to the stage, man. The, the rock world has missed you. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, yeah, man, it's good to be coming out of retirement. I'm like, <laughs> y'all better be hitting that gym, dude. Come on. Are you ready to go? We Are s- you ready to go? We saw them uh, a couple years ago. I guess it was a couple years ago. When they opened for Metallica and Sick. just crushed, you know. They're a great band. We've toured with those guys as well. And uh, they treated us. They treated us great, and uh, we gave them a run for their money every night. <laughs> what, what was it like having your kid join you on stage? Uh, that was surreal. Well, the, the bet was fake, though, right? Uh, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah he had planned. We already planned it out. He was like, Dad, come on. Like, can I rip with you, dude? And I'm like, and I kept going. He doesn't strike me. He doesn't look like a guy that talks like that. He's a pretty big boy. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, it's, it's my son, though. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, there's a pecking order here. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm Daddy AF when it comes to the Shattuck's household. Um but yeah, man, the kid's talented. He's been playing drums since he was like three years old. He's been uh, writing raps uh, for the last like six years and fancies himself a, a MC. Uh-huh. And so he kept I going, Dad, don't, uh, he, and he's good. Like the kid can, he spits bars. He's like, <laughs> at, at least once a week, he's like, Dad, I, don't, I want to show you what I wrote. And so he'll, you know, I'll be on FaceTime or something on tour and he's like spitting these bars at me on tour. And I'm like, dude, you like, you keep getting better and better and better. I love it, you know. And what is so, he? What is he talking about, though? Because when you guys started, I mean, all the way from the name is, you know, there was that dark side, and you know, you've gone through your trials and tribulations and demons and all that stuff. I mean, a lot of these kids of rock stars now, they don't have those issues. Yeah, you know, my son uh, through COVID was a really, really rough time for that for that boy. Um, took away. I mean, he was stripped of everything that made him him. Yeah. You know, it's like his friend circle was gone. He was isolated at home. You know, yeah, he was around his family, but he's a teenage kid, right? And so mm-hmm. and he wasn't playing sports. Sport has been like something massive to him. And so, you know, left alone, to, you know, I'm out making a record and my kids at home struggling. It got it got real dark for my son, honestly. Like okay. there was a moment where it was not not good and I was really worried about him. And 
And uh, we did a lot of work as a family and rallied around that boy. And uh, he did the work himself, you know, to to find that light again, that spark. And I got to tell you, man, when when he started playing sports again, uh-huh. it was like because I could only pour so much. You can only pour so much love into somebody. Right. Uh, but they got to be li- he's got to live his purpose. Like exactly. it's not I can't I can't love him to love him. Like you got to. You got to live your purpose, and his purpose was non-existent for a minute. Yeah, and as as well as a lot of kids out there during that time, and uh, it was it was a rough moment for my son, and and he pulled through, you know, and and once he got playing sports again and getting around his boys again, then yeah. it's like the lights are coming on again, and uh, thank God we got back to reality, you know, because God, that's just to be stripped of 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 that, you know. Plus, he's experienced some heartbreak in his life, you know. He had a girlfriend for two years, and that thing felt, you know, that thing fizzled and. You know, it's like to watch your son deal with some heartbreak. That's like that's tough, but you know that's life too. Well, you sound like like the awesomest dad ever. I'm sure because you're so great, Jacoby. He's going to allow Papa Roach to open up for him here in the next couple of years. Hey, who knows? <laughs> you know, might, you know, rocket ship to the top, son. All right, but, uh, uh, let me finish this up. Uh, we got to go to break. Uh, Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach. Uh, Ego Trip is the album, of course. I mean, it's been out you know for now almost two years. Um, so you got to pick that up. Uh, I, I got to mention this before we get out. If you need a haircut, I know, I know a person, uh, by the name of Jamie. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that's what's up, dude. So, taking it way back, way back. That's yeah. the homies. I, 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 we're a mutual friend of ours, brother. Please. You have open invite. I mean, like you don't even have to tell me you're coming in. You just walk through the door. All right. I'll pop Anytime. in. Anytime. I'd love I, to I have you, dead man. serious. Hey, I'm about to go to the UK on Saturday, so I'm about to go bang a tour over there, and then when I get back, I'll come check in with y'all again. Play not listening on your set list? All right, let's go. Right. Let's go. <laughs> check out YouTube. It'll be on there. All right, I will. I let's will. go. I will. <laughs> Jacoby, thanks, brother. It's the BS on 98 hey. Rock. Somebody's got a crush. Who? <laughs> you. Me? Yeah. You, you got googly eyes for Jacoby. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. This dude was the coolest dude I have sat next to in a very long time. And I'm going to be wow. honest. Thanks. By the way, everybody, we sit next to each other. <laughs> no. Right next to each other. Musician-wise, okay? How about that? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, when he said he was married, I was like, oh, dang, he married. Dang. Girl, would you girl. really, if he said he was single, would you be? Would you do that? Would you say, hey, if you're, you know, you think. I it, wouldn't say it. If but you if, don't mind if, your girl ordering three plates of food, why don't you take <laughs> me out? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. But like if he wasn't married and he's like, Nikki, I thought you were cool. Like, do you want to go out on a date? I'd be like, sure. Really? Yeah. You know, if we do that to a female artist. It's prison. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. We're <laughs> done. Over. You can't do that. Yeah. We can't even talk about it openly. Like at best, it's a lawsuit. That's we, not we, true. We'd be lucky. You're right. To lose everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Only. Correct. Does it keep me out of the clink? Amen. Sweet. <laughs> That's not true. Look, he's sitting here just, so is the marriage real? Do you <laughs> really like her? <laughs> no, I was not. I was listening to his story. He was very inspirational. This is two days in a row that I've heard inspiration, and I love it. What did you hear yesterday? Oh, me probably, right? Yeah. Yes. You. You inspire me daily. Yeah. Well, oh, that's so sweet. Ooh, it's so not do. true, but thank you. Bailey, that is true. I tell you that all the time. Don't give me compliments. You're one it. of the few people that I trust. Ooh. Hence, I am in California. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about Brent yesterday? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You liked him too, huh? So inspirational. I'm 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 feeling this vibe. I like it. It's, I like it. I'm coming back tomorrow. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see who uh, let's see who else lives in Sacramento. I wanna know. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have a hard time. You're gonna have to get a lot more famous friends if you're gonna keep her around. I I did uh, I did look up fame. You know, I did the whole Google famous people in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and there's a lot. Who's here? I know. Uh, well, I mean, it was kind of cool. Like, well, I guess I should pull it up now. I brought it up. No, one I thing. Know. One thing I noticed, and I just you guys were having such a good conversation. One of the bands that he said that he would love to play with. Mm-hmm. My kids are currently enrolled in the school district that that band came from, Three Eleven. Okay. Uh huh. They're from Omaha. My well, cousin is, went to high school with them. This is a list of people from here. But sure, they're, I was. They're... You're getting your list, so that's why I was just going back to what Jacoby was talking about. Eddie Murphy. I would it's from Sacramento. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, it's, that's the whole bit that's here. Awesome. Yeah. Pat Morita. Oh, R.I.P. Nice. Yeah. You don't know who? Okay. Mr. Miyagi. Oh, I know Mr. Miyagi. Okay. I just didn't know his real name. I don't know all the celebrity real names. Everybody don't. Do you know the person that was in what I believe is his last scene that he ever shot before he passed? Do you know? Do you, you know? Yeah, me. I know because you did the <laughs> Cobra Kai thing. No, I didn't do it. It was before oh. Cobra. He was never in Cobra Kai. Oh. Uh, Max Bayer <laughs> Jr. I just got, I don't know who that is. You just blew right by the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was some indie film. It was I forget what don't it was called. Don't downplay it. We, Maybe we, like an actor. We were we weren't in the same we weren't in the same scene. Oh. It was like one of those cut things. Got it. And it was a like a parody <laughs> on the karate kid. It was I, I don't I don't even know if it even made the light of day. <laughs> Max Bayer Jr. uh Beverly Hillbillies, but he was uh, I believe the the son of Max Bayer who was the world heavyweight champion. You ever seen Cinderella story? Or yes. C- uh, with um, Russell. Yeah, with uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy at the end that he beats. Oh, that's that guy's dad? That's Max Bear, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every time somebody says that movie, I think about Cinderella. And then they keep talking, and I'm like, oh, they're talking about the other one. It's a much more <laughs> violent film, Cinderella Man. <laughs> Mark Goodson? Mark Why do I know that name? Because it was a Mark Goodson production. Sam Elliott. Oh, doesn't get cooler than Sam Elliott. The coolest guy. Uh, Colin just, Hanks. Colin Hanks, the the not as famous Colin Hanks. But yeah, Colin, what is happened it, to him? Like, is, is that the bad kid? No, that's Chet. Oh, Chet. Chet. Mm. Yeah, Tom Hanks has got two kids. One's like a just a tear. He like raps. Uh huh. And he's not great at it. No. Well, yeah, he, he had one good one, I and, think. And he's like mad at the world. And then the other one's like, yes, Dad, I will follow in your footsteps because you have a lot of money and you're Tom Hanks. That's the smart kid. Uh, Lisa Ling. She's Lisa from here. Lisa Ling. I like her. Joan London. London. Don Imus. Uh, There's another R. Bob R. Fouts. These are all, uh, you know, sadly enough, but they're all not here. That's what I say. These people are passed on. It doesn't have a living or non-living. Mm. Club Nouveau. Cake is from here. This is cool. going to Deftones. On that one. <laughs> yeah, you could, Chino could be listening right now. You're saying yes, he could. That's wild. He made me get high with him during an interview. <laughs> and I've heard you're a mess when that happens, anyway. So like, oh, it's this is a yeah, it's like a sight to see. It's well, you've never seen it. I've seen you um, intoxicated though, and that's very rare, and that's a sight. So I can only imagine. Yeah, I usually don't drink in public unless I'm gambling. The problem is, is I have Thunder Valley 12 minutes from my new house. <laughs> and Sky River, not that far. And I've been to all of them, including the Hard Rock. Yes. And none of them have Mississippi Stud, in which the more we get to know each other, uh, the more we'll start to lobby one of these casinos to put in Mississippi Stud. <laughs> it's it's brutal. Like, you know, you I gamble, and I'll sit there for eight, nine, ten hours. I'll do a you know, a 10-hour session on a table if I'm not in the poker room, it's tough when they don't have your game. But you've been learning that new game they got pretty good. Crisscross is okay, 
Hold'em is kind of eh. It just doesn't sound tough. But crisscross? You, it's like you can't fold, though. That's the problem. With stud, you can fold, and there's kind of a, you know, you, you, you know what's coming. I couldn't figure any of it out when I was sitting there. I just flipped the cards over, and I was like, did I win or lose? And they were like, you lost. I'm like, okay. He said he's going to teach me. He tried to teach me, but he's not a good teacher. I don't believe that. I'm I the think. best teacher. He's not. I, here's what I did. I had a stack of chips, and I had to use the restroom. <laughs> and I said, play my hand. Learn. And you didn't Whoa. have a stack when you came back? It was a lot lower. <laughs> he only lost one game while he was gone. It was I a only, big game. I only yeah, played one. Yeah, but the guy bets heavy. He's a, he's a, he knows what he's doing. Well, he had more than enough chips. She looked terrified. He had more than enough chips. She looked terrified to play. <laughs> I was like, how did you do? <laughs> <laughs> she gave that Nikki D that haddish. It's a no. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. Two big stories from today. If you are uh, possibly driving home and would like to learn a little something, Nikki D's got you. What do you got? I got a warning for the ladies in the area, and I'm going to tell you what celebrity is expecting. All right, headlines round three here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. We should do one of two things, Nikki. We should either give a prize away to a listener every time Nelson screws up on the button pusher thing. <laughs> or, Not in heaven. Or we should get, we, tomorrow maybe I'll get a sounder of a virtual whipping, a flogging. Oh, no. Let's so, not do that. Every time he does that, you're going to go, <laughs> You know what? Do it, because it will, I promise you, it will get me to stop. Oh, my goodness. Or it could be even better and save me some time so I don't have to do that all that work. Somebody can just call every time they hear Nelson screw up on the button pusher thing. And they could just say, uh, hey, guys, they don't, and they just hang up. <laughs> I'd be totally cool with that. That's not what st- I want to be known for that, in this town. That's There's kind of my guy. style. So you don't even have to say your name. You just call. I'll just, just, I'll just punch you up live and just go, whoosh, peace. Whoosh. See you later. All right. Two big stories from today. This is uh, round three of headlines. Nikki D. Kudos to the Tulum County Sheriff's Office for getting this bad guy off the streets. H5. I already know I'm probably going to die, so I'm, I'm not going to go down without a fight. My car battery went dead. My phone was dead. Everything was dead. Before she was in danger. They have not released the name of the victim, but there is a victim here in the city um, who was kidnapped by this 20-year-old kid. His name was Jacob Chapman. Even though he's a grown man, I still think that's very, very young. He kidnapped her because he wanted her to drive around and give him money out of her ATM machine. Luckily, she did get away. She did have some injuries, though. She was taken to the hospital. And the sheriff's department was able to finally arrest him recently, and he is behind bars. How did he kidnap her? Is that a carjacking? Yeah, well, a carjacking. Well, no, no, no. It was not a carjacking. She, he asked her for a ride. And what that's why I brought this story up, because Nelson was out the other day walking around, and some young girls, being nice, were going to offer him a ride. Crazy. But, right. But people here are so nice. I could really see that. You, He's 20 years old. He probably does look like a, like a young boy or something saying he needs a ride. She's giving him a ride home, and then he attacks her. You have a gun? He had a gun. He had some duct tape. He um, bound her feet and hands up with everything. It was by, horrible. By the way, if anybody's thinking of abducting somebody to go to the ATM, just let me tell you that most people, I think actually all banks have a limit. So I think the most you're going to probably get out is maybe, well, it's probably going to spit out 300. And they're all going to be 20s, which is very cumbersome. But you have a <laughs> max like per day, though. So that's why he went around to different machines. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's still a max of like fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, but they call that low, low reward, high risk. You know what I mean? For what he's doing, if you can only get it three hundred uh, time, that's a lot of kidnapping. If I'm the cop and I'm sitting there in the inte- integration room or whatever, you know, Law and Order style, mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, what were you planning on spending the money for? Exactly. Like, like, give me a good reason. Like, you kidnapped this girl. Were you going to hurt her? No. Okay, uh, that's good. So, what did you need fifteen hundred dollars for? Well, I needed $1,500 because I needed to fix my car. Okay, well, that's legit, so he could go to work. He didn't have a car. They were like, okay, we're, we're not going to send you to jail. We're just, we're going to, I don't know. We're, no, he's going to jail. He is oh, a I know he's going criminal. To jail. He needs to be off the streets, and I want to warn the ladies, don't be so nice. Don't give strangers how'd she get, rides. How'd, how'd she get away? She's wrong. Um, he ended up just dumping her somewhere. Oh, so he let her go. Well, ultimately, but. Did, did you see that woman in, I think it was Florida, she was in her apartment gym, and there was cameras. There's two sides of the gym and a wall that split them between. And there was a door kind of in the middle. And the cameras were from the far end. And she, uh, this guy came and attacked her. And she beat him up. Oh, good for her. <laughs> it was a se- it was sexual assault. He beat. She beat like she knew how to defend herself. She was a nurse in great shape. It was awesome to see. And, and Jim's got barbells and stuff. I would have sworn yeah. anything at his. Behind. All right, quickly. Second uh, headline. Lindsay Lohan has a bundle of joy on the way. H6. Move aside, dear. No, really, I insist. I can't let you go in there. She's highly contagious. Honest. Actually, we're all quite fine in here, unless Hallie Parker knows something we don't know. I love Lindsay Lohan back in her old days, but she just announced that she and her husband are getting ready to have her first baby at the age of 36. She she went for a streak of just... Like being the bad girl. Yeah, after she was a I like Lindsay Lohan too. For so long. But isn't it weird when you see a female actress grow up as they're a kid, and then you mm-hmm. hear things like they're doing sexy times, or they're getting knocked up, or all those types of things? You're like, ew, no, you're like supposed to be eight all the time. I know, Forever. You're supposed to be the cute little Forever. girl from the parent trap. She was in a, a movie, like a B movie. I forget what it was. It was actually really, really good. It was like one of her last movies that she did. I'm like, leave this poor girl alone. <laughs> yeah, they. She's <laughs> not ugly. No, she's not. She's beautiful. She was. She's in a movie that's uh, cult classic in Mean Girls. Right? Oh, this your fave. Well, it's one of my faves. One of your faves. That's How some... much money you still think she makes from that all the time? Tons. The enough residuals. to get enough to get pregnant. <laughs> all right. <laughs> enough to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> get it, girl. <laughs> so one thing I didn't get to yesterday that uh, I'm going to bring up here in just a few minutes: uh, the the Oscars. Okay, the Oscars are over and done with, but the Chris Rock stuff, you know, and Jimmy Kimmel got some heat for his Chris Rock joke, so on and so forth. Um, Chris Rock is getting some backlash because of his Netflix special, which the timing is on purpose, by the way. It's called The Ultimate Receipt. And if you don't know what that means, I'm going to explain it to you. And if you do know what that means and you'd like to participate on how you give The Ultimate Receipt... 916-909-0985. But I'll explain more here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. If you're not doing anything on Thursday, we'd like to meet you. Hi, I'm Jason, and I'm new to town. I'm 47. I'm a Gemini. That's Nikki. She's like 70. I'm not 70. I'm a young PYT. And she's a Taurus. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, damn. Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> we'll be at Twin Peaks. We'll be doing uh, what they call in the business a live broadcast. And so uh, if you've not been to Twin Peaks, it's the only one in California. The only one. In Sacramento. So it's right there on Howell Avenue, just north of Fair Oaks Boulevard. Uh, there's a gigantic 
college basketball tournament that's going on. Super gigantic. Super gigantic. Multiple games. It's ridiculously gigantic. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard it gets crazy. It it gets nuts though, right? And so, uh, so we got a bunch of TVs. We've got good scenery. We've got great customer service. We got amazing drinks, awesome food, freebies, which I've now learned that you love, uh, and it's all for you. So all for you. That yeah. Janet Jackson song comes in my head. It, it, there's there's nothing better than doing a, a live radio show and nobody shows up. And they scheduled it the first week we're on. Like we have maybe one fan, and that we was have a few fans. And that was because I paid him five dollars. <laughs> So anyway, uh, enough as well as us. But so we'll have uh, BS tumblers, you know, just fresh out of the box. I got them in my truck right now, so don't try to steal them. Under Oath tickets, they'll be at the Hard Rock Live March 23rd. Theory of a Dead Man, they'll also be at the Hard Rock Live March 25th. Really, I'm not going to have you jump through hoops. You just come out and you say you want them. Uh, First come, first serve. First come, first serve. That's how I always am. I just let the less time I have something in my hand, the better. <laughs> the less stressed you feel. Yeah, the less stressed I feel. <laughs> you know, a, lot, a lot of times you'll see radio people be like, well, wait around for four hours, and then we're going to do the big giveaway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you have four hours to wait around for tickets for anything. Maybe Aftershock, but, you know, no, no offense to the bands, but you know what I'm saying. We know. So uh, that's this Thursday, if you'd like to come out and join us. We'd love to see you. We'd love to meet you. I'm excited to see the people meet the people. I am, too. This I love is, it. This is a little bit different from uh, our old stomping grounds where they kept us in a cage, you know, in a closet. Man, we'll be out. We'll be mingling. Well, the Oscars did well this year. I think they owe that all to Chris Rock and Will Smith. The ratings were up by like 12%. And I don't think you could say any award show over the past 10 years have had an uptick of ratings. Uh, Year by year, they've continuously gone down, whether it's the hatred for Hollywood or just in general, people don't need to see people that make a gazillion dollars get a trophy uh me personally i don't oh i don't look at it neither of those ways i just look at it as you know that's maybe an actor from a movie that i liked and they won an award and that's cool um i think i like i look at it that way too but for me the oscars i don't watch it mostly because i don't know any of the movies i know like two that's the problem you know this year was that movie that i i don't even i don't even i didn't everyone know. everywhere all the time i think is what it was called yeah i i don't even know what that was <laughs> me either so all these people <laughs> won an award and i don't i couldn't relate so i mean i usually watch it on mute unless i see somebody i know mm-hmm. i like jimmy kimmel i think he's very talented and very funny so i'll love watch him. for him um but you know the rock you know i, lo- I love the rock so I like to hear the rock talk. I was rooting for Angela, so that's another reason I was tuned in. But you owe it all to Chris Rock and Will Smith. No, The uptick in ratings for the Oscars this year had nothing to do with you people that won trophies. It had everything <laughs> to do with what kind of joke was Jimmy Kimmel going to say about last year and would we see a reenactment or something? <laughs> you know, so, Somebody so it, else get pissed it just, off. It just buys into the conspiracy theory that it was fake, which I don't think it was fake. If it was, it was very well planned. Here's the deal. Chris Rock is brilliant. Chris Rock waited an entire year to release a stand-up special on Netflix. He could have done this at any time. He launches a tour right after the slap, I believe he taped the tour in Will Smith, what, Jada Pinkett Smith, where she was born in, in, in Baltimore. I didn't know that. Yeah. Baltimore, where yep. I'm from Baltimore. originally. And so, uh, and then he addresses it. You know, finally, he's, he's not addressing it on the live shows. He addresses it on the Netflix special. This is, how, this is entertainment. This is show business. 
That's brilliant. But he gets beat up because people, at least the internet beat him up, because people said you waited this long to take shots at Will Smith. Like, why now kind why, of thing? Yeah, why now? And like, I agree with that. Victim shaming. Well, he did it because it's the ultimate receipt. And how is that? I want you to explain this ultimate receipt. Well, you know what the receipt is. Because it's what, around Oscar's time that it was released? No, you, I've used the term a million times, a receipt. When you give someone a receipt, you do what? Well, I'm not talking them- about at CVS where you get a mile-long <laughs> piece of paper. My deal of receipt and yours are, is different. My receipt is... Well, yours you is wrong because mine is the true definition. that somebody's saying no, you don't have. That's not it. That's the, in, in my world. Nelson, you know, well, you're wrong. Anyway, you know, you know what it is? Well, it's like something's been done to you, and this is like, here here you go. Boom. Thank huh? you. It's a wrestling term. Yeah. No, You'll no. hear me use a lot of those. That's not how we say it. Give me a second. Uh, KRXQ and KRXQ HD1. Sacramento, always free on the Odyssey app, which we're on now. We are. Says the BS, the logo and everything. Oh, that's uh, cool. So you'll be able to get the, the podcasts if you choose. And it's a great app, mind you. We are 98 Rock. Uh, a receipt is something, like Nelson said, you wait to give. And he waited an entire year to give the receipt. I'm very much like that. You know that. I know I that. will wait and wait and wait until it's the right time, and I will strike your face like a mad cobra. <laughs> strike your face. <laughs> the problem with what he did, though, was because it's Will Smith and because this was such a big deal and – it's like now, why are you going to bring something up a year later that people have, quote unquote, moved on and healed from? Because shortly after that, I saw this video Will put on Instagram where he's having another meltdown with Jada. So it's like, at this point, leave it alone. Is there no one in your life that you would like to give a receipt to? Somebody in middle school that used to bully you? Somebody at an old bullied. job that uh, irritated you? <laughs> There are people who have done things that have irritated me, and, and I've worked harder to be like, uh, in your face, but not a scandal. There is not one person listening right now, All right, and this is, uh, this is I'm going all in, 100% of everybody in whatever audience size we have right now has someone in their life that they want to give a receipt to. Now, I know some of you are going, God, man, this dude's really vengeful. Just forget <laughs> about it, dude. You're so spiteful and hateful. <laughs> I hold people accountable. You know, I can get over things. If somebody makes an honest mistake, it was an oopsie-daisy, that's fine. The world needs more people like me to hold people accountable. To hold a grudge for a whole year. Yeah. Well, but not, is it a grudge? I it's mean, not a grudge. It's He waited. It, he didn't lose sleep over it. He just waited until it was the right time, and the, and he's going to make money off of it. It's brilliant. I thought I, I think it was absolutely brilliant. And then Netflix pulls the joke. Which is even more brilliant because they're not doing it to satisfy Will Smith allegedly crying over the joke. They're doing it because it brings more attention to the special. Right. You were talking about I mean. we're talking about the same company that refused to edit anything from Chappelle's stand-up specials, even if it meant. Their own employees protesting against I didn't them. even think about that. They walked out, huh? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you think that they're going to cower, cower down to Will Smith crying over a joke about something that he did in front of the world? It's so, all planned. It's all a gimmick. It's all a work, as I say. So what's the payoff for them, though? The, pay, the payoff is cash money, dude. The payoff is I get money in my pocket. Will Smith gets his, gets his mm-hmm. right? I'm funny as Chris Rock. You know? He's not funny. <laughs> Chris Rock's not funny? Chris Rock is not funny. Oh, bite I your tongue. I think I laughed twice that whole special. 
Seriously. You were in the gym watching it. And you're, I didn't know what you were watching. I, I laughed twice. thought you were laughing out. I didn't know what you were laughing at. You're working hard. The way this man works you in the no. gym, you don't hold that against Chris Rock because he was on you. <laughs> nah, no, she was putzing Chris along Rock on the- Chris Rock was not funny. I was on the treadmill. Moving staircase. You know. <laughs> I thought it was a good special. I thought it was great. I'm glad I watched it the day after because the joke was still in the next day. Not the best stand-up special. No. I mean, Eddie Murphy's Raw is up there. Richard Pryor. Top of the list. Carlin, that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Kevin Hart's good, but Kevin Hart is not Eddie Murphy. Kevin Hart's hilarious. I, his his early stand-ups, because his last few weren't very funny, but his earlier ones, I almost died twice because I couldn't catch my breath from laughing so hard. I think Kevin Hart's a funnier actor than he is a stand-up comedian. And a, yeah. as a businessman, he is second to none. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, night school is keeping it 100 it is because it's is that, your, is that your black voice? I don't I don't hear color, <laughs> or I don't see. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't hear color. I don't hear color. color. So when y'all hear Bailey say that, that's it's, his black voice. It's from Night School. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie. Voice. It's one of those movies my wife and I just watch over and over and over and over again because we like it so much. Let me tell you what Netflix quickly has done. They have now taken off your ability to log in with somebody else's information. Well, stop How, being, though? Stop being cheap. Because they're, they're pinging you somehow. So now I can't log in on my laptop. Um, because you're ping. out of your home network? Because you use, just moved here? I, I use my mom's, but I can't use it. I, even then I tried to use my sister's, couldn't use it. How do they know your mom's not vacationing? I don't know. They've set it up to where they have some kind of thing. A friend of mine told me about it, and I'm like, they got me. I can't log in. I've been all. watching, and uh, I'm on my wife's. Yeah, but you already had it downloaded. Did you download it new and try to log in? Download it. It's on my television. Right, but I'm saying you already have it. If you already have your information like logged, you can keep watching. Like I can see it. But on my I phone. didn't. I just bought the TV. Our Airbnb. Our Airbnb didn't have TVs in any of the rooms. They didn't. <laughs> and now we're worried that the stove's going to kill us because we just turn it on and it just <laughs> smells like gas. But it doesn't. I just text, blow just text the owner. I'm like, dude. I think your stove's broke. Can you come over and look at it? He's going to come over and he's just going to hit a button. We're going to look stupid. I know. Is, we won't look stupid. Is there any chance that it's your mom tired of how much you hate her grandbaby? She changed her password. No, she yeah. did not change her password. Well, you're so mean to that daughter of yours and that dog. Nelson, why would you repeat that? Because he told me it got to be true. It's not true. Everything he says is not law. You hear that? That's <laughs> the correct bell. It's not no. law. <laughs> So there's nobody in your in your life that you would not want to give an ultimate receipt to. Now, I will say, well, let me say this so you don't think I'm this extremely spiteful individual. The the ultimate receipt, if you want the answer to what is the ultimate receipt, and Chris Rock has done this, the ultimate receipt is success. That's exactly what I was about to say. I've already given the the probably two people that I wanted the most to give an ultimate receipt to success-wise. I feel like I've I've done that. So for the for the people that, you know, just curl up in fetal position and are like, you know, I'm going to show you, watch, I'm just going to go broke and cry and gain <laughs> a lot of weight. You're not winning. <laughs> you're losing. That was basically my 20s. Yeah. You're, you're, you're losing. You're, you're weak-minded. you got to get out of that. You need some help. You need to talk to somebody. But the ultimate receipt is success. So back to Chris Rock. Chris Rock waited. He had he had the the entire, at least country, by the balls of going, what is he going to say? Because he did not address it at first. He didn't say anything. So now they're like, he's got to say something at some time. Oh, the special's coming out. He knew he was going to have a special. He knew he was going out on the road. Somebody got in his ear and said, Chris, I got this all planned out. Like before he even got off stage that night, they're like, I got this whole thing planned out, dude. (laughs) (laughs) This is how this is going to play. 
And it's in the in the ultimate receipt is to have a successful stand up, make your money, and then get your revenge because you got to get your revenge in there somewhere too. And I think you're giving him a little bit short shrift right here because it's not just that he has a, a successful stand up; it was the first live event that Netflix did. So they made a big deal out of it. All that money they gave Chappelle and all these other comedians, he was the first live show. So had they gave him more money? I bet he got I bet he got as much as Chappelle got in that first deal. You didn't think the 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 part about the black kids like uh, as babies behind their ears like he said Megan Markle's not racist. He's like we as black people look at our kids and I was like, yeah, I think everybody does. You know, it's like is that my kid? You know, it's, <laughs> you didn't think that was funny? He wasn't talking about looking at it to see if it was your kid. He was talking about it to see the color of your child. They were black, so yeah. That is a thing in a black community when you have a baby, right. they check the ears. So yeah. that joke was funny. funny. That's one of the two jokes I laughed See, at. I, I can appreciate a comic in a very, a, a society that's very tight. Yes, right, right now. That, that can go on, especially a, uh, a comedian of color, mm-hmm. and play both sides. So... His white fans can go in there and go, oh, that's funny. I can laugh at that. His black fans can say the same thing, and it brings you together. Anybody that brings people together, you've got my vote. Versus, you know, a hate monger that goes out there and says, well, this is better than that, and that's better than this, and you're stupid if you believe this, and you're dumb if you believe this. Not even willing to open up their mind to get educated or learn from somebody else. Those people I discount. They're gone. Out of my mind. I think a lot of comedians, though, to be honest, with when they're doing racial type jokes, a lot of them, I think, uh, put them together pretty good to where they're funny and everybody's laughing. Would you date Chris Rock? No, not at all. Do you believe that? Uh, maybe because she's like when she likes something, she likes it. And when I don't, I don't. I don't like Chris Rock. He's not attractive. He's not funny. All he is is rich. And I've never gotten the vibe from you, at least uh, <laughs> Which as is, long as I've known you, that you were a, a gold digger in any I'm way. Not. Mm-hmm. I work hard <laughs> for the money. You're talking to a girl that goes on some. Sh- like, was it Meat Flap app? It's Meet Me. What is it called? It's Meet Me. Meet Me. Yes. So, so she goes, she started this a couple of years ago. She goes on this Meat Flap app and she literally just, I don't even know what she does. I talk to people. She talks to people and these dudes give her these virtual diamonds yes. and she cashes them in somewhere in cyberspace and she gets money and she she would come to me the next day and she'd be like, I made $800 last night. I'm like, are you a prostitute? <laughs> Stripping? She's like, no, I made it on my meat flap app. I'm like, what are you doing on this app? She's like, I just talked to people. I'm like, no way. Yes. Nobody's giving you $800 just to talk to them on some app on Nelson your phone. Saw me. Nelson saw me. Yeah, guys are dumb. You know what I mean? Like en masse. I don't know how we took over the world because we'll we'll get on the meat flap app and just start sending out diamonds. That's not dumb. I've told her I was like, if that worked, you should do an OnlyFans. There's got to be no. some fetish for a woman that's top heavy that's got things hanging from her armpits. There's a million women on OnlyFans that are like four ninety nine. I do. I subscribe for four ninety nine. There is a there's an audience for everything. I have my audience, and they give me diamonds, and that works for me. They give her money. And you yeah. can see how much money she's making. She doesn't even want to go out to dinner anymore after the show. No, nope. showed Nelson my receipt. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, humble brag. So I know you have somebody you'd want to give a receipt to. I do, but uh, I don't. it's a pretty fresh one. So it's like one of those things where I would need to wait. It was uh, someone who said to me. Um, I love you. 
Now I wish. It's not your ex-wife. No, you know what? I got a fairly healthy relationship with my ex-wife. Uh-huh. Sometimes things flare up, but there was a person that uh, I got into an argument with, and I had I had said, you know what? Like, I kind of know what I'm doing here. I got a little bit of experience, and before I got it out, this person said to me that I've done more with one, like a tinkle. That wasn't the word that they used, but a rough word for a number one when you go to the bathroom. Peepees. I've done more with one little peepee, just a little splash, than you've done with your whole body of work. And I, it hurt me to my core, but it also was the baddest thing I've ever heard. Just interject. This is not me. He's no, 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 no. I don't nope. use peepee humor. So. Never. I couldn't believe it came out of this person. That's cold. It was extra shot. Isn't that the hardest thing you've ever heard someone Ooh, say to someone else? God, and that's the worst thing? Oh, it cut me all the way deep, man. Yeah, you're weak. You gotta just get past that. <laughs> okay, who, who, what did somebody do to you that you would want to give them a receipt for? That was pretty deep. Well, it's like that's not deep. It's a it's a case it's a case to case basis. I mean, it just all depends. Because you got a lot of people. I so I, you got like a kill list, don't you? No, no, I, I'm not. I never do that. It's it's a uh, I, I there's a what I call the life hit list. You know, same, same. You talking about no, not that life. The hit list, it's, kill list, hit list. It's okay. Start, well, there, I'll tell you some of the people on it. There was um, the uh, principal of my high school. I went to a private Catholic school. Oh my god! And, and it's a, a nun, and we called her Sister Lucifer, <laughs> and she was a horrible person. She was evil. I mean, just really, really evil. And, and she's not real. Like, I mean, she's a real person, but she's she's like the the bad nun in a horror movie. And she never ages. She's always old. She's like the crypt keeper with a habit. Mm. You know, so not like I was a- like, mm, You know who the crypt keeper is? Yeah, I know who the crypt keeper is. Don't I don't see you watching Tales from the Crypt. Me. Don't play with me. Used to be my mother until we reconnected. Reconnected, reconnected yes. which is a story for another day. 17 years <laughs> estranged. <laughs> and I had, I had heat with my mom. But what was your ultimate receipt? My dad never met my dad. You know, but I've met one of my brothers, stepbrothers. Yeah. You, you know, well, at least, you know, on the phone. Half brother. He's half not brother. your stepbrother. Yes, half brother, yes. which is way cool. But I mean, these people play a part. Um, and the receipt is is success. You know, not with my mother. My mother, that's a whole different ball. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole different thing because we're straight now, right? Straight and like school, yeah, you would say. We're back in each other's lives, which is very, very cool. Makes me very happy. Me too. You know, um, everybody's proud of me for that. We are. We are so <laughs> proud That's a big of thing to do, man. Because if you've like, ever listened to me over the years, <gasps> I've said some pretty horrible things about it. <laughs> Make you cringe. Uh, to the point where I got pulled into just about every company I've worked for's <laughs> office and been threatened to be fired or sued. By your mom? And the company. And people. Yeah, just. Oh, wow. It's, it got bad. God, it got ugly. You got walk their mother. You walk in, and the, the guy you're working for, he's got this big overhead projector, and he's got a note that your mother wrote the president of the company, and it's blown up. And he's like, What are we going to do about this, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> you tell me. You're in charge. What are we going to do about this? <laughs> I guess we just move on. <laughs> so I did. And now life is good, right? It is. Life is good. Uh, I want to continue to put over Sacramento because you guys are just way cool. The places that we go are really cool. There's one establishment in particular that I went to uh, about a week ago, a week and a half ago. About a week ago. And I'd never been to one of these places before. 
And the customer service was just beyond. Which is another thing I've noticed here is people actually want to work. Which is crazy because in other parts of the country, that is not a true statement. <laughs> Tell you that story and where it was here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. I'm looking at pictures of Tom Brady's ex-wife, Giselle, in Costa Rica with her, her new beau. That was fast. Like, real fast. And this dude is, doesn't it suck like if a girl leaves you for a guy that can kick your ass? He's like a jiu-jitsu instructor. I mean, even if you're Tom Brady, arguably the best quarterback ever to play the game, you know, 49er fans would disagree with that with Joe Montana, I know, uh, as well as people that played with Joe. And, but when you're looking at like an ex-wife who's beautiful, right? She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, dude that she's with is actually really hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do anything because if he gets mad, he's going to whip my ass. <laughs> that's how you go up. That is, you're right. That's the ultimate, as you would say, receipt. You yeah. go get somebody that's better, look better, finer, bigger. Yeah, if you, if you don't, don't want to be bothered by your ex- just date a jiu-jitsu instructor. That's good looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you get the cauliflower ear. No, this guy, he's, 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 he's the good guy. Well, that's not a you, good picture. You can look past it, or he doesn't, he doesn't have it. He looks like a guy in a bad cartel movie. You don't mess with the Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys, or like wrestlers. I found that out the hard way, because I talked trash to some kid when I was younger, and I was... A- I'm a, always been a big boy, but I was what, a pretty big boy. What about the ultimate? Like uh, they're 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 in bed, and afterwards she goes, "Oh my God, you're so much better than my ex husband." <laughs> Can you imagine the the self esteem that you as a guy would get if the you're the first person that sleeps with Tom Brady's ex wife, and she says you're better. You're better at something than Tom Brady does. I don't know if he would believe her. It might, doesn't matter if he believes her. It was said. You just you that's got all it takes. You got that, that's when you trust the person one hundred percent. I believe everything you say. <laughs> I guess you're putting me on. Why would she lie? Uh, all right. So you know, I, I want to continue to put over the city because I'm, we're all very happy to be here, and we're very happy to be a part of ninety eight rock. We're very happy to be a part of all the stations here at Odyssey. And I know it sounds like, wow, this dude kisses ass. I've been to a lot of places and I've worked for a lot of people. I've never seen anything so awesome in my entire life in America. I mean, this is really, the people here are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And uh, and that's not fake. That's not that's not phony baloney. I like, you know, there's so many people that complain about the bad things. Right. Right. You go to a Yelp review, you're looking at a restaurant, you're not going to see very, very few people will go online and, and say something nice about a place. But it was I, the best food I ever had in my life. You'll jump through fire to trash somebody, right? So I think it's important to to talk about people if they're 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 nice and have good customer service. I agree with I, that. I really, really do. And when uh, I first got to town, which has been I guess almost three weeks ago, uh, I, I in coming off this road trip with my truck, you know, we went through all this different kind of weather and I'm like, I need to get this thing cleaned. And so I was like, I just want to go into a you know a quickie kind of car wash and get in and get out. And I don't want to deal with anybody. Is there like kind of a drive through or something? So it just I kind of got desperate and I was like, I'll just go to this place. This looks fun. My wife was still here with me. And it was because it was fun because it was called Quack Quack. Yeah, the name itself. I, like, I, I can't stop saying Quack Quack. It's just like the funnest words ever put together. And just like the pig that got that cute duck. It, right, exactly. The little duck ducky so up there. <laughs> So, you know, you're not expecting much. It's a car wash. Anybody that's working at a car wash, you would assume that they probably hate their job. They're doing it by force. 
and they don't really want to be there, and you're going to probably get bad customer service. And they always mess up my tires. And you just deal with it because that's the world we live in. Nobody likes their job. Well, dude, let me tell you, this was some of the best customer service, and it was a kid. They had people that worked there that enjoyed their job. Imagine that. <laughs> a kid. And when I say a kid, he was probably in his young 20s, right? A young, he's wearing a tie. They got to wear duck ties. Oh, they do. They got little duckies on their tie. Oh, see, I didn't know Everybody that. Everybody at the car wash is wearing ties, little ducky ties. Now, that's cute. That's badass is what <laughs> it is. That. Like, you're you're a 21-year-old kid that probably all that's on your mind is is women, is girls, right? Is is that you're at that stage in your life. And you're cool with putting a duck tie on working at a car wash. Dude, you're my best friend. That tie might get them some play, too. I think that is the awesomest thing. I love people that love their job. And look neat doing it. It's it was I was so blown away by it. Like I can't stop talking about it. You know, and of course I'm talking to you and you've been here forever, right? You're listening and you're going like, dude, it's, it's, it's just quack, quack. It's just quack quack, man. Shut up. <laughs> it's a stupid car wash. Get over it. <laughs> like, where did you quack, come quack. from, by the way, Iraq? <laughs> Came from a lovely city. I'm just telling you, it, it was just phenomenal customer service, and it was this dude. And so anyway, he goes like this. I know we're gonna wrap it up, but he goes like this. He goes, uh, I, I said, give me the top package. You know, it was like $31.99 or something. You know, I'm gonna splurge. I need to get, I need to get my truck nice and clean. He's like, yes, sir. But let me tell you, let me tell you that you can buy a membership. And you know, and I wasn't. And I still, I'm not overly familiar with the areas, but and I'm moving to like the west side of Roseville. So I didn't know if there was a quack quack over there. I later find out that there's one right across the street. So I say to this kid, I go, I, I would love to just because you're so nice. I just want to buy a membership because you're so nice. But I don't know if I'm going to be in this area. I, I didn't know they were all over the place. I don't know if I'm going to be in this area. And when he says to me, what do you say? He says, sir, not a problem. But I tell you what, if you come back before the month is over and you reconsider and you want to get in on a membership, you just let us know. And that car wash is free. Ooh, not free. You know what, dude? <laughs> you better rush back over there. If you don't have a place to go for Thanksgiving, you come to the Bailey house. <laughs> you are the sweetest little guy I think I've ever met. And wear that damn duck tie, too, because that thing was badass. It'll be even cooler if the, if the ties, you press the button and it go quack, quack. Even better. I looked for a merch shop. <laughs> they didn't have one. I was going to buy one. It's going to be my new gimmick. We're going to come in here. we got the cameras all set up here and stuff. Anyway, so thank you, Quack Quack. Yeah, you're cool. You go, go shop there. Go get your car washed. Well, not right now because it's raining, but it's raining. you know what I'm talking about. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Get learned. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to give you the latest blow up in the sky, and I'm going to tell you what animal took a man's arm off. All right, get you out here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, Nikki D, final headlines. Two big stories from today. Go ahead. The U.S. and Russia now have some heat, literally. 8-7. The jet in question was one of uh, two flying in tandem when the collision occurred in international airspace over international waters. All right, so this time it's not a, a balloon, but a U.S. drone. That was which, China, dummy. Yeah, but we've had a lot of things come down out of the skies. So I'm saying this time it was something different from that. Russia shot down one of our drones um, and this happened earlier today over the Black Sea. We were doing international ops, which is something we can do. We were where we were supposed to be. They sent two of their aircraft to put fuel on the drone first and then blow it up. Can you imagine if a drone started World War Three? 
How silly would that be? Isn't that what it's going to be, though? Like, civilizations later, they're like, what happened? Like, I don't know. This one place shot down a, you know, a drone and it was a robot. <laughs> Just all hell broke loose. Well, it is, because now we have tension between us, and we didn't have too much before. We've been staying out of the whole Ukraine thing, but now. What are you talking about? We've, you know, it's like, were you around in the 80s? But they're saying this is the first time since all of that stuff happened. You're making it sound like this drone shoot down was the is the first time that we've had issues with Russia. In the say, past year plus since all the stuff happened, it we is. We hate each other. We continue to I'm not going to get into the political stuff, but it's we, like if it weren't for Rocky beating Ivan Drago. Oh my god. At the end of the Cold War. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. You want to know why the yeah, that's how it ended. Because he brought. Because if you're gonna change, I'm gonna change. That's my Rocky. <laughs> That's your Rocky. <laughs> Say that again. I didn't catch. If it. I could change, you change. <laughs> you might not change. You <laughs> can change. That was a struggle, Rocky. <laughs> That's. Tell That's a that, Rocky that had a stroke. Tell me that's not one of the best speeches ever in oh, movie for history. Sure. You know what I got? Any anytime Rocky talks, I think it's motivational to me. You Just get so fired up. Uh, there's only one person better in the Rocky series that's more motivational than Rocky Balboa, and that's Mickey. You know, like in what is it, the second one when Adrian has the baby and she's in a coma and they're in the room <laughs> and she starts squeezing his hand and he looks at her and she goes, Win. What? Win. Oh. Win. What are we waiting for, Rock? Let's get out of here. And they go on a train and then it's I mean, like I just talk about it and I get goosebumps. So, anyway. That was a really good mic, by the way. Thank you. I'm just it trying to I'm just good, trying yeah, to bury Rocky. Just trying to bury your dumb Russia story. It's not a dumb story. Okay, when people right a- now are going, dude, what's this lady talking about? Like we just She's making it sound like we just automatically started hating each other because of the robot blowdown. Okay, you, know? you watch. Press conferences, everything's going to be going down. And y'all going to be like, oh, yeah, they shot down our drone. All right, give me another one. Give me something better. have been listening. Zebras look cool, but apparently they're dangerous. H8. Is there a way for you to keep him back? We're trying not to shoot him, but. Yeah. 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 They said as long as you don't turn your head. Like, don't you? Don't like, turn your head. Keep looking at it? Yeah. Don't turn your head. Poor zebra. This happened in Circleville, Ohio, about 20 miles from Columbus. This guy has a farm and it has zebras on it, which is legal in the state of Ohio. Well, they're thinking that maybe he got too close to some of the female zebras and the zebra ripped his arm off from the elbow down. Zebra ripped the guys? The the owner who owned the zebras. With his mouth or what? Yeah, with his mouth. See, that's a good story. Ten times better than the stupid drone story. Give me more zebra arm ripoff stories. Oh, my goodness. This is a sad story. It's interesting, but but sad. It's not sad. Everybody wins. We're entertained because we get the visual. The guy, who would not, if you're going to lose a limb, what better story than to get it ripped off by a zebra? Are you kidding me? This man was 72 years old. He's Even too old better. for this type of trauma. He's got maybe 10 years left in life. <laughs> Why not go out with a one arm left because of a zebra? They, they put the zebra down probably, right? They did shoot the zebra. That's what you heard in this audio. They were trying to get the zebra to like back up, and the zebra was ready. He was like, whoever else wanted next, they finna get it. Is that because it already had a taste of blood? Yeah. They, they, you put down any wild animal. Zebras don't eat people. That's, he's talking about a taste of blood. Off. He tore a man's arm off. He wasn't trying to eat them. 
He was trying to keep him away. It from doesn't his matter. Babies. Even like more serial killer. He was just trying to show him what's up. I wasn't trying to eat you. I tore your arm off. <laughs> Makes it even more dangerous. He's now thinking, now nah, I got away with the arm. What else can I get away with? No, he just wanted him from his ladies. That's it. Yeah. Back up from my ladies. That's all you had to do. But luckily, the doctors were able to sew it back on. We never ask if the person did anything wrong. It's just automatically assumed the animal did something right. wrong. Right. I mean, God, you can't get like, so close to a wild animal. Like, when's the last time you heard a zebra attack story? I mean, who never? keeps zebras the first. Yeah. in their backyard? Well, a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many people have licenses for exotic animals. I don't know anybody that has a zebra. No, but I mean, you could find somebody, you know, alpacas, ostriches, zebras, lions. I mean, it's weird. Like, you could, outside of a subdivision, you'd be surprised. Like, dude, you know that guy over there? He's got zebras. <laughs> no, seriously, it happened. I mean, somebody will tell you. There's, I'm, I'm sure at least somebody knows somebody that's got wild animals. and You have to get a license for it. And if you don't, you're weird, you know, just to have them at your house. But, exactly. You know what I mean? All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Give out some congratulations to a friend of ours as well. Uh, your number, 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock.